you know will change. Like to have everybody's attention for a moment? You the man. What's that mean? You the man. And now, ladies and gentlemen. Well, now all of a sudden you're stepping up to the next level of competition. All right, all right, all right, all right listen up, listen up. Welcome to The Rundown. Here's Desmond Johnson. What's going on, Triad? It's sort of, it's sort of fall outside. It was, uh, it was 80, it was, what, in the 50s last night, I believe, and we went to go check out East Forsyth. But, uh, fall is over, because it's going to be 85 degrees outside today, so hope you got your shorts on. Enjoy this, uh... Carolina's second summer, I guess is I got, what we started calling it. I got my it. tea time at 1 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to The Rundown. I'm your host, Desmond Johnson. I'm joined by John Oshesky, a.k.a. Johnny O, Rod Funderburk, and Brandon Blakeney. You'll hear from them in just a moment. Aaron Gabriel's in our house, man in our social media. Plus, he is on our uh, board today. Sawyer Dylan is off. 336-777-1600 is the number to call to chime in on any of our topics today. Let's go ahead and get started. Uh, let's get into the Twitter poll question for today. First, let me just make sure: Did we get the Twitter poll question up this morning, uh, Aaron? Is that is that up or no? I'm about to fire that off right now. Okay. But uh, what's the Twitter poll question for the morning? Twitter poll question for today is: Which player in their prime would you pick first if you were starting an NBA team? Michael Jordan, Shaquille O'Neal. LeBron James or Kevin Durant, and we'll get we'll actually chop that up the four of us uh, in the second hour. So definitely stay tuned for that. That should be a very interesting conversation. You can hit us up on Twitter at Sports Hub Triad or at Sports Carolina One for any of the topics that you want to chime in on that we're going to hit today. Loaded loaded Saturday morning here, guys. Um, as we do during high school football season, we typically start off with a high school football rundown to get you caught up on what happened last night around the triad. There was a lot of teams that had bye weeks last uh, last night, but a lot of teams asserted their dominance and uh, are making their presence known in what's become our top five countdown powered by SportsCarolinaMonthly.com for the week of September 20th, 2019. to arrive the number of the day is five top five top five the number five five top five countdown powered by sports carolina monthly.com uh this is week five Yo. wow we're already five weeks into the high school football season man and uh there's a number of teams that are starting to stake their claims as teams that can actually compete for state championships, I believe, in December uh, this year. Brandon, I know that you were out at uh, a game that consisted of our uh, beginning of our countdown here, and that's going to be at number... I know at this point is when you say number one. No. <laughs> or five. There you go. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so five. five. Right, there you go. So five. <laughs> number five, the uh, the Dudley Panthers. Uh, Brandon, you were out at, uh, it was Dudley in Southeast Guilford, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, man, very physical games. You got Dudley's massive defe- defensive line. Uh, Miles Murphy on the end, North Carolina commit, four-star recruit. 
You got Peyton Page, who is actually the number one defensive tackle right now in the nation. Has Clemson, has Georgia, has Bama calling. Kid is massive. He's number five in the 2020 class right now in the nation, number five player. Um, Those guys wreak havoc. Good linebackers. They're fast. Shut Southeast out last night, 24-0. And they got Mike Wyman, the USC commit at wide receiver. Need to do a little better job getting the ball, but that defense is stout, fellas. It, it looked like from the the, uh, the highlights that I saw last night when I got home, um, it looks like the quarterback uh, for Dudley Slade, that he's yeah, actually Drew starting Slade, to, to get yeah. more comfortable and throwing the ball a little bit. And too. He's, he's a sophomore. They let him move around a lot. And I think having that massive defensive front to plug up everything is going to help that offense come along. And the uh, run game and the defense is your best friend as a young quarterback, as you guys know. So Dudley moves to 4-1 and one on the season, 23-0 winners over Southeast Guilford. Four-game winning streak. Four game win- so ever since they uh, lost that opener to West Forsyth out mm-hmm. in Clemens uh, in a big way, it actually dropped them out of this top five for a couple of weeks. Five. Reappearance into the uh, the countdown at number five. Number four. Four. <laughs> making their first <laughs> making their first appearance in the countdown this year. Grimsley, the Grimsley Whirlies. Mm. Um, five and oh on the season. They were uh, big winners last night. They uh, defeated who did they play? I'm sorry. Uh, Smith, I'm sorry. 49-7. to seven. Big winners over Smith out in Greensboro. You guys um, will get to see them next week, right? Uh, week after, actually. Week after, okay. uh, and actually, it won't be you guys. It'll be you. Oh, because, the fourth? Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Because uh, Rod is out that game. It's going to be me man. and you. Take, uh, East Forsyth versus Grimsley. That's in two weeks because East Forsyth's on a bye next okay. week. I okay. don't know if Grimsley plays next week, and I need to check that because I want to see Undefeated too. Two powerhouses. Matter of yeah. fact, East Forsyth's got a murderer's row coming up. They got Grimsley that week, and then they got West Forsyth coming Ooh. to Cartersville the week after that. So they'll have two undefeated teams. Back potentially to, to go through. So if East makes it through mm. that stretch, I don't see how anybody can really dispute what they're doing right now. We'll, I, I we'll think talk about since, them in a second. I think since I'm the Greensboro boy, I might jump on that Grimsley bandwagon. Come on out, hey, man. the worthies are game. whirling right now. I'm telling you, it's a good it time. It used to be Page. Now it's Grimsley. <laughs> Chris Zellis, the quarterback over at, uh, at Grimsley, I remember seeing him as a freshman calling uh, a Grimsley Eastern Guilford game at Jamison Stadium probably, well, about three years ago. And it's crazy to see what Coach Brown has done over at Grimsley. Like they, mm-hmm. he's literally took a program and just built it brick by brick. Last year they were they finished seven and six. They end up losing uh, to East Forsyth in the four A playoffs in mm-hmm. Kernersville. With, with no shame in that, but no doubt. Uh, Coach Willard had mentioned to me and Rod numerous times that uh, Grimsley is a, a team to look out for going forward, and they make their first appearance in the top five uh, this morning. Number three, West Forsyth locked in at number three. Uh, one big again last night over uh, Mount Tabor, 28-0. to zero. And I think they got one of the best running backs in the state in Jamani Wilson, a.k.a. Yeah. G-Money. Kid is tough. Already got a few scholarship offers as well. He uh, was named to the Shrine Bowl uh, this week as well. So uh, West Forsyth still rolling, um, and they've got some good wins on their resume, including over our current number five, Dudley, the first week of the season. Um, and they destroyed Dudley that week, too. I mean, that was a weird week where we had mm-hmm. weather delays. They, they played for a little bit, had lightning, so they yeah. had to play like the next day. And it, it was a weird it was a weird week, so I can't put too much on Dudley for that. Plus, they were on the road. They had to go to Clemens to play West. That's a tough environment. Yeah. Now, West, uh, like I said, they've got 
a showdown with East Forsyth coming up in a couple of weeks. We and, got two um, of the biggest offensive lines, too. We talked dude, about East's deep offensive we, line. But. Every week we see East Forsyth from the, the press <laughs> box, and we're watching them, and we're just like, why are these kids so large? Yeah. Like, they're they're huge. Bigger Paige than Greensboro looked, College. Paige <laughs> looked small to them last night, which is weird to say. But, mm-hmm. um, again, we'll, we'll get to East here in just a second. But uh, – West is in the number three slot. They've been locked in number three for the past couple of weeks because the two teams ahead of them, and they don't look like they're slowing down anytime soon. Two. Number two is the Reedsville Rams. Um, they didn't score 70. That's been our running joke every week with them, but they tried. 59 to 16 oh. winners uh, last night. They ruined their average. <laughs> and I will say this, fellas, that was arguably their toughest test so far. Eastern, Eastern Guilford. Guilford, yeah. Camille Smith, 6'4", junior quarterback, has already been max player of the week, max preps player of the week twice early on. Very underrated passer. They, um... I'm running out of things to say about Reedsville. Like, they're locked in number two because of who's at number one, but... They they just go out. It seems like they've got more talent than anybody at any classification. Oh yeah, I <laughs> in mean, the area they're so loaded, and those guys are versatile. You got Demontrez Canada who can play running back, receiver. Breon uh, Pass. Breon Pass plays everywhere. Four star athletes. Got the NC State offer. A few ACCs. Brandon, Quarterback's pretty good. Kyle Penix. Do they have like a uh, 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 what do you call it? middle school? Oh, oh, yeah, so well, well, how Reedsville works is, you know how they have the Little League ranks. The Pop Warner team in Reedsville is running the same system as the okay. high school. So, oh, so they the, just come up in Oh, it. yeah, those kids are 10 already knowing what's going See, on it's, by it's the time they get there. That's great. Every year. Yeah. <laughs> they got it, it's a pipeline. They got it figured that's out. That's kind of the way, I mean, and we I talked about this the other night when we were watching a football game. Like, there's certain schools that have great years, uh-huh. and then there's certain schools that have great programs. And, like, you, the teams that have great years, they usually have seniors and skill positions. They've been there for four years Mm -hmm. they graduate move on and then the team takes a hit and they go Mm -hmm. back there's teams in this area that never go back like they just they're just constantly feeding this animal they've built and it's like, how did they get bigger than last year? You know, how did they get faster than last year? And that's it seems like last year was the year to beat these guys. Now yeah. they're looking for a three-peat in the state championship. They, uh, I think someone said they haven't lost in like 1,400 days or something it, crazy it, it like that. It is scary, dude. So they're 5-0. Five, they're, <laughs> they're five oh. They haven't lost in like three years. Um, yeah, and their closest scare was against that Northeastern team in the uh, the state championship mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. But uh, they aren't number one because one. number one is still the East Forsyth Eagles. 5-0, and oh, a dominating performance last night. Me and Rod went out to watch the game. We had some technical difficulties, so we couldn't bring it to the triad. However, we were at the game, uh, Rod, um, 43-7 winners over the Page Pirates. And you, Ooh. I know you remember back in the days when both East Forsyth and Page were in the Metro 4A conference together, and it was a huge rivalry. Now, I think it's still a rivalry, but uh, mm. last night, I think there was a clear difference in uh, – who was the better team on the field last night? Oh, yeah. Clear difference in talent. I mean, East Forsyth has it. Matter of fact, <laughs> I, I mean, no, no. East Forsyth, man, they learned absolutely nothing about themselves last night. And what I mean by that is they play together well. They go out there. They will hit you in the mouth, whether it's on a line of scrimmage, whether it's a linebacker's coming from around the end on a linebacker blitz and crushing a 218-pound quarterback. Doesn't matter. They learn nothing about themselves because they still will dominate. I mean, period. East Forsyth has got it going on. They do what they do, and they did it last night. I, uh, I was watching When we were watching them last night, it just felt inevitable that they were going to get to the score they got to because I, I told Ross, I was like, I'm leaving at halftime. I know yeah. Tom coming and all yeah. this stuff. I'm, I'm going home and try to rest for a little bit. But they – 
East and maybe maybe Reedsville are probably the only two teams I could say in our top five right now where they can have a bad game and still win the game. Yep. Like East had a bad game against Mount Tabor. Mm-hmm. They had a bunch of turnovers, over 180 yards and penalties or something nuts yep. like that. And they still won the game yep. pretty comfortably, like 24-9 oh, or whatever Yeah, they won the game 24-9, five turnovers. I think it was 165 yards yeah, in penalties. It was, it was something it was ridiculous. Ugly. I will say, though, last year I think they looked a little more balanced. Early on, I know it's early, but the well, quarterback, well, Tyler Lyles, had a good game last night. Yeah, he night. did. I was yeah. going to say he looked a lot better That's than he has scary, been looking. That's yeah. the scary thing because they've been averaging almost 300 yards on the ground yeah, rushing because Lyles hasn't been throwing. And they still got the, the kids at receivers that are yeah. some really good, talented you took some, uh You took some stats from last night, didn't you? Like who? Uh, I, I took a few stats last night. I don't have them in front of me right now because you'll in order to hear the stats that i take you must tune in to our <laughs> podcast ah, the nets with coach todd willard well so done. if you want to hear those stats then you have to make sure that you listen in to that podcast yeah, and we'll have it for that. you well, well it'll be out next week well now should, should east they better bring their a game when they play west though. oh they better bring they better not game. look ahead to west I think they got grimsley the week right. before That's that true. well i'll tell you not a joke i'll tell you what west is definitely looking ahead to uh, East Forsyth. reason why I say that, I had an opportunity to play a little golf on Wednesday. And uh, there was a gentleman by the name of James Gordon. His son plays for the West Forsyth Titans, defensive back. And he said all his son was t- and the rest of West Forsyth's team has been talking about all year is they can't wait to get their hands on East Forsyth. And I mm. told him on the golf course, I said, you better be careful with your ass for yeah. That's a you just, game. Because you yeah. just Last might year. get it. They're going to get it. They're going to get it. Oh, my gosh. So that – that see, I'm here for all the smoke. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm on all the smoke because that's no, we've been no. all we've wanted all year because we thought Easton Parkland was going to be a good and back and forth game. I hate that Kami and Shell. I'm not going to say yeah. that they would have won with him, but nah, the complexion of the game could have been different because that offense for Parkland is not nearly what it see, is without Kami and Shell. I thought what it is. I thought that until I saw Page against them last night because you know they got Javondre Page and he's similar to Kami and Shell except he's bigger. He's six foot two fifteen. Uh, he's a solidly built uh, young man, and yeah, um, yeah, and he's talented. And East would not—they just were not having it last night. Like he couldn't get out of the way of the pocket. He couldn't get past the line of scrimmage. Page was just going side to side. They couldn't go forward mm-hmm. really. And East does this to everyone. Like they got—they've gotten to a point where they're—you can see their confidence level on the field. Like, and they told us. Uh, they told us during the podcast last week, they go into every game, no matter who it is, thinking we're, we're supposed to win this game. If we do what we do, don't turn the ball over, run the ball, stop the run, all, mm-hmm. all the basic stuff that every football coach should be teaching their football teams, if they do that, it's kind of like the Patriots way. They just do their jobs. They're supposed to win the game. Mm-hmm. So they're out here looking for competition at this point, and they're about to get it. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Grimsley and West back-to-back in a couple of weeks, I, and they got a buy right I now. I think West is kind of similarly built they to are. East. I've so called that's why I think, images. That's yeah, what I call them both. Yeah. They both depend on the run game. Jimoney and Amani are definitely both. two of the best running backs around the tribe. Both Shrine Bowl participants yeah, this year. Yeah, not even close. Uh, Armani scored last night a couple times. Ty scored a couple. Ty had a nice no, couple of Not only too. did Armani yeah, score yeah. on the ground, but Armani scored in the air. Oh, he threw one? Mm-hmm. Well, no, he, he caught reception. one. Oh, yeah. uh, oh yeah, that's yeah. right, yeah. Yep. He's man. versatile, man. I think that's a huge get for Wake Forest. Yeah, Wake's going to love having him. Man. And you know what Wake will do. They'll He basically won't play freshman year, and they'll just get him bigger. And he's already, yep. what, like yeah. six foot? 
200. He's yeah, he's 205. Too. Oh, he's still <laughs> yeah. growing he's into his like, man body. You like see his dad. Size. His dad was the bodybuilder. He so. knows his dad. Yeah, and, so yeah, uh, his, big dude. yeah, his dad was like big brother growing up, but his dad was 225 pounds yeah. in high school. Oh but you see Kate Carney and these kids. You know Kate Carney's not at weight, though, so there's not really a power back. Me and Chris Lee were talking from WXI. I was thinking... Maybe he could see some snaps freshman year because they don't have that power back. It's huh. really with Christian Beal and the young freshman they got now. They're both speed backs. Oh, uh, you're right. They're they're K Carney's gone, so it's open for that short we'll yardage opportunity. We'll see. And Amani's in a physical condition to mm-hmm. come in there and do it. And I love the fact that he's humble. Like he's real yeah. good. But he's yeah. extremely humble with what he does. But that's your top five countdown powered by Sports Carolina Monthly uh, for the week of September 20th. Real quick before we get into this break here in a couple of minutes, I wanted to touch on some news that dropped down yesterday, and that's. Excuse me, that's regarding Kansas. Uh, on Friday, the Kansas City Star reported the NCAA is preparing to issue a notice of allegations that details multiple major violations in the Kansas men's basketball program. The notice will come after a summer of speculation following a top NCAA official saying the organization would make findings against schools involved in a pay-for-play recruiting scheme investigated by the FBI. ESPN recently reported the NCAA Investigators, in addition to NC State, were working on cases at Kansas, Arizona, Auburn, Creighton, Louisville, LSU, and USC. When a school such as Kansas receives a notice of allegations, the university has 90 days to respond, and the NCAA has granted extensions to schools in the past. Real quick, guys, do you think Kansas is going to get anything off of this? Or this is basically the same uh, situation NC State Basically, he's been accused of paying $75,000 to Dennis Smith Jr. when he was in school. I think he could have got more if Markel Fultz got 100. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I think they might have lowballed him. was a lot. Like, yeah. but I like, they lowballed I, th- I think Kansas will get something, but it won't be this, like this coming what season you- because it, it's just going to be keep getting extended. You know, they got 90 days, and then mm-hmm. they might get an extension. Then they, then they reply back, and then – it goes back and forth, and you guys know from when yeah. North Carolina was doing that, it, it lasted a while. And they yeah. just shifted the blame to other programs because I know the women's soccer team and what, the football team took the hit? Uh, well, or the, or it the, was the women's, women's soccer and women's basketball. Women's basketball yeah, but took it, a massive kind of a, hit. In this there. particular case right here, the representative for Adidas was the one who actually uh, got caught, and he even testified in court um, about the amount of money he spent over you know $85,000 paying different players, parents, and guardians. And he also brought up uh, text messages that self between him and self. Those text messages were not released to the public yet. So that's going to make the difference, I believe, in how stiff of a penalty Kansas will get hit with. Uh, Because they said it's clear as day that self knew about it based upon the Exchange of conversation in the text message. That's gonna be like a Patino case. Then I hope not. Self, all of a sudden, yeah. self is just gonna be let go. Mm-hmm. I think if, they probably lose some scholarships for sure, depending on how oh bad yeah, it they're is. They're gonna be penalized, man. They but, should. I mean, oh. for I mean, it's an Adidas school, so I'm expecting a lot of these Adidas schools to get hit. Oh like yeah. This. yeah, Adidas, man. Even from the AAU circuit, like their their circuit where it really starts. To be honest with you, with these kids, man, you saw the Adidas circuit really take a hit mm-hmm. from all the top guys getting canned. I mean. These guys are getting serious prison time, fellas, yeah, for this and, stuff. And then under the Kansas investigation, there was also a mention of self telling the agent or the representative for Adidas that he was upset about not getting Aiden, which is the kid who went over to Arizona oh, yeah, because Nike yeah. picked him who up. They, who yeah. they got on a on a Phoenix Suns, saying yeah. that, right? You know, yeah, that yeah. They, that Miller paid or not yeah. Miller, they but gave Arizona him, paid hundred k for him, well, right? Not only that. 
but Adidas gave the best friend or a good friend of Aiden over $15,000 trying to get Aiden. And he still wound up in Arizona and not Kansas. So it, there's a lot of information and a lot of details still left to go in that case. Well, late last night, uh, Kansas Kansas uh, lost a recruit uh, after this. Uh, Isaac McBride, a four-star point guard recruit. He was the number one 109 player in the class of 2019. He withdrew from Kansas only months after enrolling from the uh, enrolling in the university. Uh, Kansas coach Bill Self announced the decision on Friday. Um I, I'm curious as to what's going to happen with this because this is really the NCAA's opportunity to make things right in terms of perception of the NCAA. Because over the past couple of uh, years, they have not they've been kind of a joke in terms of the way they handle these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Miami case, the University of Miami football case uh, with the Shapiro booster guy. Oh yeah, they didn't get anything. Even for Florida it State got corrupted. Even Florida State Florida when State. Jimbo was there and Jameis was. Oh right, yeah. Man, uh, uh, he only that. took crab legs though. <laughs> nah, but I mean he had the. He I'm had just the, joking. I'm just joking. Was, man, that, that the was, Carolina situation where Carolina just lawyered up and 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 got out of that situation. Um, there's been a lot of things over the past five or six years where the NCAA comes in with a big stick, but then they're like almost all bark and no bite. They've got FBI evidence FBI. behind this, so I would mm-hmm. imagine that they can't mess this up, but it is the NCAA, so they probably will mess this up, and none of them will get penalized very much for what happened. Um, My thing is, though, on that list, there's one school that really sticks out that I feel like is kind of odd, and that's Creighton. Creighton. Like, who are they paying to come there? Well, wait, wait. No, Creighton has been pretty, no, yeah, pretty been good pretty the last good. five, six, oh, yeah, maybe like up to eight years. Pretty good mid-major, yeah. but they haven't had really any NBA players. So, yeah. like, what all, all Americans are they playing? I know they had the kid Marcus Foster from Kansas State that was good. Yeah. And, um, you know, the Marcus Watson kid. But it but, does stick out. No, yeah, I agree. Yeah, like, but, that I mean, just but sticks out a little bit. They're, they're a solid they're big, the big East, East school. East, yeah, yeah. They've been doing very well. I'm just wondering, who are their big-time recruits they're paying? Let's uh, <laughs> let's take a quick break. Coming up, loaded Saturday of the college football season. We've got a couple of top 25 matchups, plus an interesting game in Chapel Hill between uh, two in-state favorites. Uh, I'm surprised Rodney's not actually at that game. He'll, he'll tell no, us I, why he's not. Yeah, I will. I don't mind. I'll tell you why. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll get you ready for a weekend of football action, ACC and Top 25. We break it all down and get you ready next on The Rundown. The Nest with East Forsyth football head coach Todd Willard. A new weekly podcast following the East Forsyth football team during the 2019 season. Week 4 is now available across all major podcast formats. Sponsored by East Coast Wings Kernersville, Cindy Swain, BH Home Services, Haviland Express Loop Kernersville, Kevin Bug State Farm Insurance, and The Collegiate Shop. Stream on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple, and more. That is The Nest with head coach Todd Willard, uh, hosted by our very own Rod Funderburg. Where did you find all those sponsors? <laughs> the, the town of Kernersville uh, it loves and embraces their East Forsyth program, and they uh, definitely wanted to come out and show support to them. Um, come out and see us any, uh, Tuesday evenings. Uh, we're in East Coast Wings recording the uh, the podcast. They get a pretty good crowd in there for that. And uh, the Eagles are rolling. They've uh, won 20 straight games uh, in defense of their 4A state title. Uh, let's talk a little college football, guys. ACC scoreboard for today, uh, just to get you ready to – Figure out what you're going to end up watching here. Uh, Boston College is going to take on Rutgers at 12 noon. Johnny O, Syracuse, Orange, one and two now on yeah. the season. Uh, at noon, they got a kickoff against Western Michigan. We That's a Carrier that Dome. 
at noon at BB&T Field in Winston-Salem. You still got time to go out and buy tickets for that. It's homecoming for the Demon Deacons. They're going to be uh, welcoming in a 2-1 Elon squad. That I'll might be, be at that game. That might be a feisty game for Wake. They might Nothing not against Elon, past but, Elon. But if Wake goes to 4-0, man, I, that's, that's kind of cool. Starting, I'm, I'm happy for him. Starting to get some top 25 votes, so uh, we'll Jamie see. Jamie Newman looking like the best QB in the ACC, to we, be honest with they, you. Hey, if, uh, Completely honest. If Utah State can push their quarterback in the Heisman uh, category – if they go four and zero, I don't see any reason why Wake Forest can't start pushing Jamie Newman oh, as yeah. a, a Heisman. I think he's candidate. a pro after this year if he keeps it up. To be honest, he's strong. He's stronger yeah. than I expected too. He had a touchdown last week. Where he just kind of burst through mm-hmm. like six or seven uh, dudes and just emerged from it like ten yards out and a touchdown. Yep. So I didn't know he could do all that. He's but. a triad kid too, so you got to be rooting yeah, for him. Wow. Graham. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of three uh, thirty p.m., a, a game of local interest: Appalachian State comes down the mountain to take on North Carolina. Uh, that's at Keenan Stadium, uh, Chapel Hill. Uh, the line is Carolina two and a half, actually, um, which is actually kind of crazy that they're only favored by two and a half points at home. But Rodney's giving me three points, so yeah, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm giving I'm giving Johnny O three points. I'm going we, App State. We got a upset. little yeah, we've got a little lunch wager going okay. on here. You know, I can't go against my Tar Heels. No. Johnny knows that he took well advantage of. I got an inside you know. source no. telling me <laughs> App State all the way. That's Mr. Bill Ingram. He is an App State fanatic and. Uh, He's telling me this Corey Sutton, this wide receiver coming back after a two-game suspension, is NFL talent, mm. and I see him scoring two touchdowns against. Why was he? Why was he suspended? I don't know that. I don't know okay. that. I don't know. Right. Do you tell, explain to me why you're not going to that game, Rod, because you have season tickets to Carolina. Yeah, I, football. And... I do have season tickets, and I mean there are a couple of you know different reasons why I'm not going. You know, that there's some things I need to take care of around the house. There's some quality time that I need to spend with some people. Uh, and then also, you know, I've got some friends who went to Appalachian State and, of course, they wanted to go to the game and being the, you know, kind hearted friend that I am, you know, I told them that maybe I'll think about it. But in the end, they treated me like the godfather and they made me an offer I couldn't refuse. <laughs> so in them making me an offer I couldn't refuse, I said, you know, this will be the game that I'll take off and I'll watch it on TV. I here see in, dollar here signs in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be on. It says ACC Network Extra. So I'm not sure if you can only watch that through the ACC Network or if that's the. Um uh, the the little extension thing they have on ESPN. Oh gosh, I still do not have on. ACC Network. You guys have ACC Network yet? Or, yeah, I do. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Is it worth it? Most definitely. But so, I think it's kind of weird, though, that. They were the ACC just reached out to ESPN saying they want ESPN to show more games. Like they wrote a letter to the commissioner, well, like you guys just, you just watched the, the network. network. Yeah. So I'm confused. <laughs> the whole point. Like, yeah, because the Miami Carolina game was on ESPN. Right. Yeah. The Wake Carolina That's game good. was on. The ESPN. Wake Carolina game no, was on ESPN. Be. Yeah. I mean, well, it defeats but, the purpose of having the network, doesn't it? Because that's why I haven't bought the network. Because usually the, the game I want to see, not really, it's not on there. Because right. like the Big Ten has had a network for a while, the SEC, and they put on. Really, the secondary games, you know, yes. On, yes. on those networks, That's and then true. ESPN and ABC and NBC or you know CBS or whatever covered the you know the big the bigger games in the. Uh, That's true. The big. That's true. So, like you know, the I guess the games like the Georgia Techs and the Virginia. Yeah, the Virginias Bingo. will get on there, Virginia or the, usually the twelve o'clock noon games are on there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, uh, so like Louisville is two and one on the season. They're taking on I don't know what's going on with Florida State. They're one and two right oh, now. Willie Taggart better watch his back. Um, they're on ESPN today, three thirty. Oh, why? Wait, Louisville <laughs> tickets as low as nine dollars. Oh you can go my and, uh, gosh, check man. them out. There. Are you telling me that Louisville is on ESPN against Florida State? Yeah, and 
Appalachian Mountaineers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And the Carolina Tar Heels are not. <laughs> that's my point. That's I haven't what I'm seen saying. FSU since I watched oh that goodness. debacle against Boise State. When was- I haven't watched a full Florida State game since uh, what two years, three years ago now. The, the first, the last year, Jimbo Fisher when they played Alabama that first game of the season, and uh, oh, Francois wow. got hurt. Yeah. That's the last time I've sat through a full Florida State game, and that's the last time Florida State was actually really yeah. relevant because they were number folded. two coming in. Yeah, he got folded that whole. They have not game been the too, same man. since then. And Willie Taggart, I don't know if he's going to make it through the season because those boys down in Tallahassee, they don't take kindly to losing, and they've been losing. Um, I think they barely got into a bowl last year. Yeah, is that right? Let's be honest here, though. I don't even think they made a bowl last year, but let's be honest. No. I try not, because there's not many African-American head coaches, so I try not to down the ones that are there. Right. Willie Target is mad average, fellas. <laughs> he was 7-6 and six at Oregon and got a promotion. Yeah. Yeah. I've never and, seen anything like that. And, and nothing has worked out for him. But you know you know what's on? Central Florida is the top school in Florida right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, they are. Yeah, they Miami just beat Stanford last week. I know week. Florida's still rated a little higher, but you know Florida's Florida's like I number think nine, top ten. Yeah. yeah, but they still don't look like the the Florida that we used to kind of want. I mean, they used to be a powerhouse. Yeah, I'm yeah. surprised well, they're even Meyer. at number nine because yeah. I tune in once in a while and I'm like, well, it's just not the same Florida team. It's, it's, it's not the same. It's SEC bias. But, it, it, it like yeah. the all it, it pushes all these SEC teams towards the top, and yep. it makes for good. Late season matchups, I guess, if you've got number three taking on number seven and that kind of thing. That's the only reason why I can figure out why Florida's in there and some others. We'll get to the top 25 here in just a second. But uh, uh, Virginia, they're in the top 25 this week. They're at number 21. They are 3-0. and oh. uh, They're taking on Old Dominion. That's 7 o'clock tonight. That's on ESPN2. They've got a really good quarterback too. I, I don't know, man. I don't know why they've got all why the Carolina App State game is on this ACC Network Extra, and all these other games are sprinkled out across ESPN, ESPN Two, NC State's on ESPN U today. They're taking on Ball State. That's at Ooh. seven o'clock tonight, and then uh, ACC Network number one Clemson. I, I like Will Healy. Uh, we had him on the drive uh, earlier this week. The head coach at Charlotte. Um, He's going to take the 49ers down to Clemson, South Carolina tonight Jeez. for a 7-30 game against the number one ranked team in the country. And Clemson is favored by 41 and a half points. And Dabble will be kind. Seriously, he will not he, – he won't put a 70 spot up on those guys. He'll, uh, he'll, he'll, he'll back it. <laughs> I don't oh, out of all the games I read, that's the one that stood out to me like mm, – I could see a 56-7 to seven game or 56 to nothing. But I just – it's, they're it's definitely so, going to cover the points. I just don't sure. want Charlotte. I have a soft spot in my heart for Charlotte because I was their studio host two years ago for IMG, <laughs> and they were one in ten. So you I basically, I had to sit through a one in ten season. Wow. Uh, with them trying to get right, and then I did their basketball season. They were five and twenty four. So it was a oh, long yeah. year. My, was a long I know year. my last year at Pembroke. I think and it was two thousand sixteen. We played them, and I mean they smoked Charlotte. Yeah, and, but now Charlotte, they're they're competitive. They just played App State last week. Mm-hmm. Um, they're two and one. Getting better, getting better. They scored but some they're, points. They're going on the road to Clemson to play Clemson death at Valley. a night game. Uh, and Trevor Valley. Lawrence has not <laughs> been playing that all in that Death well. Valley. He really? In Death, Death Valley. Valley. What's up with this, Trevor Lawrence? This would be the game I would imagine Trevor Lawrence throws for six hundred yards. I think he's just um, that sophomore <laughs> slump, and with uh, the hype. running back Etienne, like oh, they haven't great. really needed Trevor Lawrence to be Trevor Lawrence yet. Right. But I do think he needs. They're going to need him. Gonna, yeah, they're going to need him though. They'll have a uh, actually in a couple of weeks. They play Carolina, if I'm not mistaken. Is that is that at Carolina or is that at Clemson? Yeah, that's the game I need to be that's at. That's the one so you're going to go to. trap yeah. game for Carolina. If Carolina beats at, is that next week? That's 28th next week. is uh, – yeah, yeah, that's, that's next, next week. week. Yeah. That's okay. next Saturday. You're going, you're going to go out to that game? 
for yeah i'm definitely going out to that game you know how it is though every week you have no idea what time each game is going to be until about tuesday is usually when they put the time yeah out. if carolina wins today against app state they'll be uh three and one I, I, that might be a candidate for college game day you know them coming to chapel hill clemson carolina It'd be an undefeated Clemson team unless uh, unless Charlotte. Trips oh man, up. Franklin <laughs> Franklin Street would be jumping, baby. Franklin oh, man, Street would be fun. blue so, heaven. Depending on what time that game is, if you're down there for that and not here, then we'll do the segment like we did last year, where you call in and give us an idea of the atmosphere, and yeah. hopefully won't be. Uh, well, it's not going to happen because uh, F State F State's going to win today, so you know, don't worry about that. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll I got a lunch John, on this. Johnny, Johnny's talking a lot of big trash. Yeah, talking some big talk. Talk your talk, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> In the, uh, the top 25 today, there's a couple of really good matchups. Uh, well, not this one. Number two, Alabama taking on Southern Mississippi. That's a Tuscaloosa. That's a noon game. That's usually death for whoever's playing uh, Alabama. They're favored by 38. Um, so we'll see uh, what's up there. Number four, LSU taking on Vanderbilt in an SEC tilt. That's at 12 noon on the SEC network. LSU might be the best team in the country. Like they're, the they're for playing. real. They the have a quarterback. Burrow, they're nice. Yeah, the kid Burrow, and they've is the always truth. they always play well on defense. Yep. I've I've said Alabama's not going to make the college football playoff this year because they're going to lose to LSU. I, I can I see hope so because LSU never has a quarterback. So they them with one. the quarterback, yeah. yeah now with Burrow, out? yeah. Joe Burrow is the like, real deal. He is. He's the biz. He threw for like four hundred yards last week, didn't yeah, he? Yeah. So, he's draft stock shooting up too. So watch out for LSU, and that's that's coming down the pipe between Alabama and LSU. That'll be I think late October. October, early November, and I don't somewhere think there. you can sleep on Georgia either. And Jake no, Fromm and no. guys. tonight's game, I'm going to be tuning into that uh, Notre Dame game. And, and they keep saying, I mean, the, the line of that game is 14 and a half points for in who? favor of who? Georgia. What's well, uh, that? Is that's Georgia? a lot, though. Yeah, that is. yeah, I don't have a lot of. No I don't respect. have a lot of. I don't have a lot of confidence yeah. in Notre Dame. No. If you watch them play Louisville. You know, they really should have lost that Louisville Spit and game. They're, yeah. they're going to have to really yeah. play unbelievable. I don't, and they're in Georgia. Georgia. Boy, you know, now that we, now that I think about it, Georgia, LSU, and Alabama. Yeah, that's, that's tough. And Georgia that's has tough. a great secondary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They so can play. Yeah, those defensive bats can play down there in Georgia. Y'all, uh, y'all kind of skipped me on the scoreboard. Y'all went all the way to tonight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, that was a little bit later on <laughs> in the thing. I'm still at noon. Uh, 12, 12 noon, uh, ele- number 11, Michigan, taking on number 13, Wisconsin, in a Big Ten matchup. That'll Both be a big one. Both teams 2-0. Yeah. Herbo, if he loses that one, yeah. look. Yeah, a lot of people picking Michigan to get to the college football playoff this year, too. So I, I don't buy it. In yeah, terms if Michigan of what I'm seeing, loses but... that one, man, Haskell's going to be calling for Harbaugh's yeah. head. And I will say yeah. they got yeah. uh, the kid Madison Cone, a safety out oh, of Wisconsin. Uh, East Forsyth. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, starting this year. Wow. Uh, Wisconsin's yeah. favored by three in that game. It's in Wisconsin. So that's a tough matchup for Michigan. They should have lost the Army. That Army game was. Oh, fantastic. that was oh, yeah. ridiculous. Number six, Ohio State. They're still rolling. They're 3 0. They're taking on Miami of Ohio. Ohio, that is at uh, the Horseshoe. Uh, a top 25 matchup, number eight, Auburn. Keep an eye on Auburn. They're 3-0 and also, taking on number 17, Texas A&M. Oh, that's that's a college station. That's a CBS 330 matchup. Uh, so that actually sounds like a pretty yeah, good one. Because Texas A&M is coming. What, they lost two weeks ago to Clemson? Yes. Yeah, they played them tough yep. for about – a three half. quarters, yeah, yeah, half, three quarters, and then, you know. Uh, Oregon Stanford's at 7 o'clock tonight. Oregon's number 16. 
Oh, uh, Pac-12 stinks right USC now. USC won last night. Yeah, they did to beat Utah. Yeah. yeah, they won yeah. a big game last week, too, against their Stanford. Third their third string quarterback. quarterback came in there and started peppering the field with passes yeah. and stuff. Great. Yeah, so he looked really good. Uh, okay, now at 8 o'clock tonight, number seven, Notre Dame, taking on number three, Georgia. Ooh. That's at Athens, uh, Georgia. Georgia is ranked, uh, favored by 14 and a half. In a top 10 matchup? That's, that's, that's top 10. That's disrespectful. The, I feel you. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's a the marquee matchup tonight. Um, but that yeah, Georgia's three and zero. Notre Dame's two and zero. Haven't seen Notre Dame yet this year. Um, I've seen them. I've seen them twice. Weren't impressed. I'm not very very impressed with Notre Dame at all. I I mean I think they play they do just enough to get attention and then to get into the playoffs. You see what happened last oh, year when, when they got years. into the playoffs. Oh I mean, yeah, it was Smushed. over. I mean, yeah. even in the national, three, got beat yeah. even in the Crunch. national championship a couple years ago yeah. with Manta Teo was Smushed. there. Mm-hmm. They just all about Teo. They win tonight. Now everyone starts saying, "Wow, Notre Dame! This is their year." Yeah, so this, this whoever, is huge. Whoever, it's almost like an elimination game. It whoever is. whoever wins this game is going to catapult. Well, Georgia's no, no. already number three. If they beat Notre Dame, ranked at seven, Ooh. could they leapfrog Alabama at two? No, because Alabama hasn't played. I anybody. think I think is potentially. Yeah, We've no. seen something like that happen before. Guys, it's still Alabama. Usually, they, it's Alabama that does the leapfrog. Who's Bama, yeah, who's Bama play today? Uh, like Tuscan, southern, southern Mississippi. Southern Mississippi. Yes. So, you know, they haven't. Alabama let's say Bama only wins thirty-five to. I tell you, they what, beat Duke, man. New Mexico, South Carolina, State, South Carolina. Even though the score in it, South Carolina played pretty good against Alabama last week. They lost forty-seven to twenty-three. Okay, they had twenty-three. <laughs> no, they kind of. No, I understand. Yeah, ahead, I understand. Yeah. But twenty-three <laughs> points, and they had two or three other opportunities. Of course, they didn't score in the red zone to, to score, and they had one touchdown uh, on a punt. Uh, uh, fake punt taken back. South Carolina could have been in that game with a couple of lucky bounces. So. I, I'm not. I'm not on Alabama. I'm looking at their schedule. They haven't played a ranked team yet. No, they haven't. Not uh, even close got, to a ranked team. They got Texas A&M in three weeks. So uh, maybe that's at Texas A&M, and then they've got uh, LSU at home. November the 9th, that's going to be their biggest game. And then they got number, well, then they have they uh, got at Auburn, Auburn the last yeah. day, uh, game the of the Iron year. Bowl. So they the really Iron don't Bowl. have a test until next no, month. Not so, really. so to answer your question, let's say Georgia wins 35 14 tonight. They, you got to jump them. You got to jump them, right? You have Why to. not? It's midseason. You know, make it interesting. And they're going to yeah, see each other eventually. Any, well, the only way they can see each other is in this yeah. SEC title game, mm-hmm. if I'm Guys, mistaken. They don't do that. I mean, Alabama just beat Georgia last year, did they not? But that was last year, though, right? Exactly. That, but that's what these voters go on. That's what these voters go on, Which is so wrong. Yeah, it is wrong, but yeah. that's what they do. Didn't They played twice, though, right? Didn't Georgia beat Bama? Because Bama's had a loss like the last they're two They're not years. in the same. No. I don't think they're in the um, same division. They gave them a, a couple of good games. Bama's had a loss like the last two seasons. He's, They've he's been right, a one-loss team. On. I'm, I'm pretty sure Georgia beat them one time in the last two years. Last year, Alabama won. It was Oklahoma, the, uh, I think. Uh, oh, well, no, they played in the SEC title game, and then they played in the college football playoff. That's why. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. okay. Um, right. And Alabama won both of those, if I'm not mistaken, right? Because uh, I'm looking through their schedule last year. Bama had one They did lose to loss. somebody. I can't remember yeah, who it was. It wasn't Oklahoma? No. no. Uh, Oklahoma got beat in the playoffs. It, um, uh they beat Mississippi. Uh, no, they beat Mississippi, Mississippi State. State uh, they beat Mississippi State thirty-one to twenty-four. It must have been. I think it, it must have both before, must have been Alabama man. then. Because Alabama, I think, went undefeated. That was the big. Oh, that was the big talk always. Is like, is a one-loss Bama team better than you know such yeah. and such undefeated such and such? That was two years. Ago. Yeah, I'm trying to find what because you're right. They did lose to somebody yeah, last did. year, and I can't and remember it, who it was. And it wasn't Georgia. It wasn't. 
They're and it wasn't Oklahoma? No. No, because, yeah, Oklahoma got knocked out. Here it is. They uh, they got an SEC, and they lost to did they, they lost to Clemson. I guess they were undefeated last year when they met. Yeah, last it was year the year before. Yeah. The year, the year before. Because so, they finished 14-1. and one, So, yeah, so they lost to Clemson in the yeah. final. But, uh, yeah, I'm not really buying Alabama as like this. Maybe it's because I watched them get slapped by Clemson, like open-handed slap. Oh, and, that, and that stays with you. When you watch somebody get open-handed slap, you remember it. They've <laughs> so. kind of rotated. It's like Clemson yeah. wins, Bama wins, Clemson wins. Now, it seems like it would be Bama's turn. I'll tell you what, man, the kid Judy at receiver yeah. they got, yeah, he's, that's, uh, he looks like he's Julio special. Jones or yeah. Mari Cooper good. Like, yeah, he's, he's going to be – he might be yeah. the number one overall pick in the draft by the time we get to it over he makes some it of these quarterbacks. Easy. Oh, man. I mean, they throw just yards after catch, them yak yards, he's eating them up. Let's, uh, let's take another break. When we come back, had to talk about him. We talked about him the past month, it feels <laughs> like, every time we come in here. What's next for Antonio oh. Brown? Would you sign him to your team, or have we seen the last of AB? We'll chop that up, plus a segment that's taking the tried by storm. One minute with Aaron, next on The Rundown. Okay, let's go. You're listening to The Rundown with Desmond Johnson. Best sports podcasts on the go. Podcasts like the Franchise Players, Tried Racing Podcast with Randy Pettit, A Stone's Throw with Ryan Stone, Live with Brandon Blakeney, and much more. Now available in all major podcast formats, including SoundCloud, Spotify, Google, Apple, Stitcher, and more. Just search for the title of the podcast you're looking for. Download and enjoy exclusively from SportsCarolinaMonthly.com. On Friday, the Patriots cut star wide receiver Antonio Brown after just one game. Text messages that Brown sent out earlier in the week were released online that were not favorable to the wide receiver. In fact, just an hour ago, the New York Post dropped a story basically detailing that uh, the owner of the Patriots, Robert Kraft, he fired Antonio Brown over threatening text to his accuser. Um, Robert Kraft was, quote-unquote, enraged when he learned of the threatening messages Antonio Brown sent to one of the women accusing him of sexual harassment. Kraft was on a business trip when he learned of the latest accusations. Kraft then decided with Coach Bill Pelichek to release Brown, a move which came immediately after reports surfaced on Thursday that Brown texted the woman in a group chat with his underlings and accused her of trying to extort money from him. Um, this is a quote from Brown on one of those texts. Let's look up her background history, see how broke this girl is. Brown allegedly texted the unnamed accuser Wednesday night after she publicly accused him of firing her for a painting job at his home after she rejected his sexual advances. The woman provided screenshots of the alleged text to Sports Illustrated. Mm. The Patriots cut Brown 10 days, 11 days after they hired him. Um, I don't know if you guys saw it or heard the drive with Josh Graham yesterday, but we played excerpts from Bill Belichick's press conference four hours before they cut Antonio Brown where he – Literally at the beginning says, I, I do not want to answer questions about Antonio Brown. I want to talk about the football game. Let's talk about that. And the next eight questions yep. were about Antonio Brown, to which Bill Belichick eventually just, just said left. he walked out. That's, <laughs> what like, I'm done. that's what it was going to be, though. He yeah. was going to overshadow the team the entire year. Yep. If, if Now, so here's the question, really. Should any team pick up Antonio Brown at this point? Or can they? Because it sounds like... I, I thought maybe the Patriots had been talking to the NFL. They found out what the NFL was going to do with Antonio Brown. They decided to get ahead of it and cut him. This coming out an hour ago, state, basically saying the NFL didn't have anything to do with it, and it was really more Robert Kraft just being enraged that he even would do this. It's a stupid thing to do. Hey, Unbelievable. Uh, so so let me check this out. This is the pot 
calling the kettle black with the allegations Robert Kraft no, had down in, no. in not Florida. Same. Come not on, man. Not the same. Not the same. Not not Robert Kraft is going in and out of a massage parlor. That's yeah. just saying not the five dollars. I'm just saying. Like you a long way no, 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 no. But I'm saying. I'm talking about conduct here. I'm talking about conduct here. No, because you know, Robert Kraft wasn't threatening. I totally he wasn't, he wasn't threatening a female. He just was doing something with a female he shouldn't have been doing, but he wasn't threatening them. I mean, and, and here's a guy. No, 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 no. <laughs> you can't do this. No. You can't but, do these things. But here's a guy, Josh Gordon. He's walking on thin ice. He gets an opportunity with the New England Patriots. He plays very well on that Sunday. He knows he's on thin ice, and he sends out these text messages. Not Josh Gordon. Uh, no, Antonio, Brown. Antonio, Antonio Brown. Brown. I'm sorry. Yeah. I said, I Antonio like, Brown. I don't know why I, I just like, said that. Dang, I'm rooting for Gordon. Guy. Yeah, you did. Man, I lost it. You got me so upset. I had Brown. nothing to do with that. I, 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 <laughs> but Antonio Brown on thin ice, and he does that. I mean, number one, to answer your question, I don't think he deserves to play on an NFL team this year, okay, mm-hmm. until he shows something, you know. Show some sort of class, or, or or just figure out what your what the what the problem is with all these things coming up in in your life. I hate it as a fan because I was really ready to sit down on Sundays watching Tom Brady throw to Josh Gordon and Antonio Brown. I thought it was going to be very interesting, and as a fan, I'm I'm just really kind of disappointed. And I'm sick of hearing about him too. I think he's like. He's acting guilty, in my opinion, with with those. You're trying to cover your bases. You're intimidating potential it's witnesses. It's too much smoke. It's yeah, too it's much way smoke. too much smoke Innocent around it for there not to be some sort of like fire. Yeah, um, I, yeah I, just, I mean, Antonio Brown probably is guilty. I'm sure he's guilty. He was stupid for sending a threatening text message to these folks. He should have just sat down and let it play out and do let it do what it's going to do inside a court. And this is civil court. It wasn't even criminal yeah. court. He like you said, the NFL didn't even yeah. get involved in it. But the issue is he's such a good, productive player mm. that someone is going to pick him up. Some front office will pick up Antonio Brown. This year? I mean, I don't know about this year. I don't know. Maybe they could. If you some if a receiver goes down somewhere, I could see it possibly happening. The, the you know, especially if there's no criminal issues coming out on him. The, the experts are saying, you know, maybe after the seventh or eighth week, you know, someone's going to need a wide receiver, obviously. And, I think San know. Fran yeah. could be a potential destination because they really don't have a number one receiver yeah. right now. He's and already been yeah. on three teams in, what, a month, for yeah. crying out loud. My, yeah. fir- my <laughs> first thought when I heard it was what, what team would be best suited to take on Antonio Brown, and it was the Raiders. And I was like, nope, he's already been yeah. there. So he's he already been there. to the Raiders. That, but that was the first thought. My second thought was the Dallas Cowboys. Because oh, they, Jerry Jones will pick you up in a minute. Of all this. Like they'll, Jerry Jones will. Uh, What's he gonna say? Hey, Antonio Brown. Antonio <laughs> <laughs> Brown, come on in here. I got a, I got a U-Haul oh, yeah. truck, and I'll, uh, yeah. I'll take care of you. I'll take care of your yeah. lawyers. Take care of everything. Oh yeah, come on in. Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones will pick you up. And <laughs> he'll take you to the Bunny Ranch, yeah. and you can hang oh, out we'll a little bunny bit. Ranch together. Yes, sir. Get and, that out your system. And you get everything straight. I mean, he will. He really. That's just Jerry Jones. That's what he does. That would be so. Dallas for them to be playing as well as they're playing. Dak is throwing for eighty-two percent completion rate, like off the chain. Pay that man for them to be playing be so well. They got Zeke back in the house. He's signed and happy, and for them to sign Antonio Brown, Antonio Brown and would, detonates and would the get him entire cheap. thing, and would get Antonio and would get Brown cheap. cheap. You put him in the locker room, and he just destroys everything they've built. And Dallas finishes like six and ten, and everyone's like, "What? <laughs> Grenade!" Because they, cause they dropped Antonio Brown in there. But but so the question is, why does Antonio Brown do this stuff? Is it because 
you know, he's – why do you send threatening text messages? Because he's seen it from the top. Uh, you know, have you seen top people doing that? Is that the reason that he, he did that? To, I, I mean, he should have had his attorneys take care of it or his agent not. Yeah. Why needs, was he sending he this? He needs better people on? in his circle. And yeah. not only that, he sent it in a chain, like a chain. There were yeah. multiple people on it. Yeah, his buddies. They were in this thing. With, like, they did a group chat. So this Just to cook to multiple her up. People. Just to roast her. See, here's the thing I think, and this is a this is an issue that – and he, he doesn't have an excuse because he's 30, 31, I believe. Yeah, AB's but a like, bit. I, I watch my kids a lot, and I try to, to let them – because they're all – they all – were born into a digital age. They don't know what a record player is. They, they they don't know what a newspaper is or any of that kind of stuff. So they're all used to sharing everything. Like they don't think about not sharing stuff like like we did. They they look at it like it's just normal to share everything they're doing. And with Antonio Brown, I sense some of that where he, it almost feels like he doesn't think of the repercussions of of sharing stuff online, uh, sensitive things because he's almost thinking of it like. He's not thinking of a bigger picture. And that goes back to, you know, Mike Tomlin in the locker room saying, you know, don't put our stuff on social media yep. while Antonio Brown is recording it on Facebook wow. Live in the locker room with him saying it. It's stuff, there's, there's, a, <laughs> a, there's a misconnection there uh, where it's like he's not understanding this doesn't just go to these four people. This can be screenshotted, and the internet's undefeated. They can put this out, and it'll be there forever. Oh, and yeah. he Ten just years won't from learn. Now. Yeah, I think he's got brain damage from that Vontaze Burfick. I've been Vontaze defending him. I've been saying, because uh, like Josh Graham, he's been saying Antonio Brown is stupid. I'm like, I'm not going to go so far uh, to call a man stupid, but he, he is doing dumb things. But every week it gets harder. Every week it gets yeah. harder and harder for me he, to not. He's call unpro- him stupid. He's unprofessional. <laughs> unprofessional, and he's acting like Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens got this whole thing started, yep. and a lot of the and, and there's been quite a few. I'm not saying all, but a lot of these wide receivers have that mentality that they that think diva. They, but this is kind of the diva. This is kind of different awful. to me because I was quick to maybe say he was like Chad Ochocinco and Terrell Owens and all those guys too, but the stuff that they did was more disruptive to the team. The stuff Antonio Brown is doing is disruptive to himself. Yeah, he's blowing his life <laughs> Yeah, he's right like now. he's like literally doing things that don't make sense. They're not illegal. They're just dumb. Like they're just Well, this stuff things. outside of the lines could be illegal yeah. here that he's doing outside of the team. I mean, this rape allegation and I don't know if you guys well, read yeah, that's, any that's of that stuff. That's the one thing that yeah. <laughs> I mean, that that sounded pretty illegal. Why is not coming up on criminal charges? I don't know. I don't know if it's outside the statute of limitations or what that is, but you know, even with this whole threatening, I don't know if you can. Get, I don't know what the laws are for threatening people. Um, and was it an implied threat or was it an actual threat? It sounds Is, like it was a pretty nasty threat. Pretty much. Uh, I mean, with the because the I, line. I read something where he sent a picture of her kids. So it's kind of yeah. like mafia style. Exactly. It's like oh, yeah. implied. Like you know, I'm not going to tell that you from the mafia don't do this. But if I were you. I wouldn't do it. Would you know, one of those. The picture, <laughs> when he sent the picture of her kids, that's when the New England Patriots said he has crossed the line. Done. Yeah. That was the biggest part. Yeah. I did hear they that last night. can't have a second Aaron Hernandez situation. No. Oh and also, God. you know, if, if another oh, team does pick him up, I did read <laughs> or I heard last night, um, let's say, you know, whoever picks him up, the NFL, he he might go on that exempt list or something because of all this stuff going on. Right, so, because so, I would think that would be under the player conduct policy. Yeah. Right, which is why the, a threat. Which is why the Patriots probably will not have to pay him a dime because they can get out of it because of that clause. Right, they can use that clause, and if they can use that clause, the NFL could put him on the commissioner's exempt list too for the same reason. I would think. I'm surprised he wouldn't put on it before. But I but think it I all goes why. back to something you said, Des, when we were talking about the first week, and he said. 
I don't need football. Yeah. Maybe he really just doesn't want to play football. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, he, was no, I, he, wanted to, he wanted to play for New England. Yeah. I'm going to tell you I that tell. right now. You can yeah. tell by yeah. the way he uh, said goodbye to them yeah. uh, last night. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, he sir. Thanks Def- for the week. and uh, <laughs> He was very appreciative, <laughs> but. He was. He was. That, but that also, and then I'm starting to think, when I saw those uh, tweet, uh, like tweets a- he sent out, it's not even bothering him. You know what I mean? So he sent out, you know, hey, I appreciated this and that Thank the opportunity yeah. to go win it all. Nothing but seems maybe to bother. He doesn't yeah, but love the game anymore. That's I think what I'm was, saying. But like, wasn't there another tweet into that? He's uh, something about looking forward to his next step in the NFL. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't. I thought that. I saw something along those lines, if I'm not oh, mistaken. Right. Yeah, I mean, this guy he's pretty arrogant. Not only is he a diva. Drew Rosenhaus put out some stuff concerning you know um, his time with the Patriots and and him being ready to suit up for another team. So Drew Rosenhaus definitely put the feeler out there that, you know, A.B. would be uh, open to signing with. So he's doing, sure doing he what is. agents do. He's <laughs> doing what agents do. sure he is doing open to job. sign with another team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, some of the text messages that uh, have been released uh, because the woman actually uh, submitted screenshots to Sports Illustrated. Uh, so she received a group text message, appeared to come from the same phone number Brown had in 2017 when she was hired by him to paint a mural in his house. The text chain had four other numbers in it. Uh, the woman said she believes Brown was encouraging others in the group to investigate her, describing her as a super broke girl and asking someone he referred to as Eric B to look up her background history. He then sent the screenshot of an Instagram photo she had with her kids in it, adding those her kids. She's awful broke. Clearly. Um, this was sent while he was a member of the new England Patriots. Uh, it was viewed by some of the organization to have crossed the line. And then the Patriots released him. Um, I'm just going to put it out there, but for the past two off seasons, Cam Newton has been practicing with Antonio Brown at the Under Armour facility, and they are good friends. So take with that what you will. <laughs> and Tepper, <laughs> so Tepper know knows them from the They're Steelers. Steelers. So I I don't think that would happen. Carolina's got their own problems, and we'll talk about that in the next segment. But uh, Antonio Brown and Amari Cooper with Dak Prescott throwing to him and Zeke in the backfield. And Cobb out there, and too. Cobb, oh yeah. my, well, actually, you know what? The Cowboys don't need him. I keep forgetting about they have Randall Cobb. Like, they – well, let's be clear here. If if A B comes to Dallas, Cobb is losing some reps. Yeah, a and lot he, of and reps. And he's good. I like Cobb in that yeah. offense. Like they've really opened it up. Um, they would just have four receivers. Him That's and Tavon. All, I think him and Tavon Austin <laughs> would suffer. I think yeah. him and Tavon. Would you take would Antonio well, Brown on the Cowboys? Man, I take Antonio Brown all day long. Of course you would, but he's only going to last a week or two. So what that's all hell? we need is to win one game at a time, baby. <laughs> he's he's just going to win a game <laughs> for every franchise. Just win one game. Just play one. Just play for every franchise. It's like one week, and then he gets cut, and somebody else picks him up. Just keeps moving on. him. Oh man, your boys would be on their way. Let's be nice. Jerry's working it right now. I'm sure he is. Antonio, come on! I know you want to sign with me. Come on, let's do it. Aaron, this is our segment during the rundown where I turn over the wheels to Aaron Gabriel, uh, who's doing double duty today. He's running the board uh, with Sawyer being out and handling the social media as well. One minute with Aaron, my friend. I have no idea where you're going because I got it to the point where he doesn't tell me what he's going to do. Put a minute on the clock. Have at it. What's happening, everybody? It's your boy, Aaron Gabriel. Checking (laughs) in, going to give you the deal real quick. Today is September 21st. Do you remember the 21st night of September? That's right. Happy Earth, Wind, and Fire Day. Appreciate that. That's real nice. I like that. I hope that gets to be like a regular thing where we can just do have like a funk holiday. That's nice. Is he stalling? Is that what's happening? I can dig that. No, I'm not stalling. Today is also Batman's birthday. What? Yeah, Batman, the Dark Knight, the Cape Crusader. (laughs) 
that rich sociopath just run around beating up homeless people. He was just trying to put food on the plates. He's like, Rich, like, nah, man. Can't be out here stealing. Get a job like real people. Anyway, he runs around his underwear, beat people up since May 1939. Dang. So, yeah, that's it. It's Earth, Wind, and Fire Day. It's also Batman Day. So uh, take with that what you will. Aaron, I'm coming to check your me. temperature, man. I don't know if I can take that <laughs> with you. I'm all right, man. I like Batman. I like Earth, Wind, and Fire, too. Um, let's take a break. When we come back, more NFL action. The Carolina Panthers open. Uh, well, not open. The Carolina Panthers are playing tomorrow. 4 p.m. Sunday kickoff versus the Arizona Cardinals and Heisman Trophy winner Kyler Murray. We'll go over the keys to the game, look at premier games around the NFL, plus rundown hot takes NFL edition next on the rundown. What's up, dog? Think about it. Think about it. A party. Are we having a party? Yeah. Back to the rundown with Desmond Johnson. Hey, check out the Tried Racing Podcast with Randy Pettit each week on the Sports Carolina Monthly Podcast Network. Exclusive interviews with top racers from the past, present, and future. Current episodes now available via Spotify, Google, Apple, Anchor, and more. Tried Racing Podcast with Randy Pettit now available for streaming or download for listening on the go. Can we get a, you know, well, normally we get a Twitter poll update from Aaron here, but we're going to wait because we're actually going to tackle that as a topic. Um, after we go to our, our uh, next break after this. Um, Panthers taking on the Arizona Cardinals, 4 o'clock p.m. kickoff on Fox. Uh, yesterday, the Panthers officially ruled out quarterback Cam Newton uh, and named Kyle Allen the starter for Sunday's game versus the Cards. Uh, Cam aggravated a sprained left foot. I remember the play it happened on. Um, Carolina was driving. Cam was in shotgun. He's about to pass. Uh, I don't know what the offensive line was doing on this play. Like, literally, uh, Daryl Williams got turned around like he was trying to box out the dude for a rebound. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, two other guys came in from the other side. Cam almost gets sacked. He avoids that. He starts running towards the right and eventually has to throw the ball, and he runs out of bounds. And I remember watching the game. This was against Tampa. I remember watching the game. There was a close-up of Cam as he was turning around to walk back to the field, and he had, like, a grimace on his face. And he kind of, like, like limped a little and then went back I'm out to the field. <laughs> So that's he's not he's not feeling good. He's not feeling good right now. He's been a walking boot all week long. Um, thoughts on Kyle Allen and thoughts on the Panthers. Should they still win this game without Cam Newton? I mean, Arizona picked first overall in the draft last year, and their defense is the worst in the league right now. So you just said it. I mean, I, I, should I think Carolina Pan- still win this game. Yes, Panthers win, um, and their defense will win the game. Kyle Allen, as long as he, you know, I mean, it's all about turnovers. If he doesn't turn the ball over, they'll be fine. Because the Cardinals just really are not that good a football team. And yeah. if I tell you what, that would end the Panthers' season if they do lose. Go 0-3. I will say, though, I'm a little torn because I got Kyler Murray and Christian Kirk starting in my fantasy week this week. Those guys have been putting up some really strong numbers. Um, but I, th- I think it'll be a close game, to be honest with you. I really do. Do uh, Can the Panthers' defense win this game for Carolina by themselves? I think they can. I think the Panthers' defense, they almost beat Tampa by themselves, really, because Carolina could get in the end zone. Yeah, I mean, all the games yeah. that they played, yeah. they've almost done it. I mean, even the first game, they lost by three points. The def- you know, there were turnovers in that game. Defense had to come out and play hard to, you know, to keep them in it. But, you know, you got to dial up some pressure against Kyle Murray. Kyle Murray is a rookie. 
So you got to let him feel that pressure. And, and, you know, as a defensive coordinator, especially if Ron Rivera is going to be calling the plays, I'm sure he knows that. And you got to keep heat on him. You can't let him get that ball out free. And then you may even have to use one under and over uh, against their wide receiver, uh, Mr. Larry Fitzgerald, who's, you know, definitely in the next, a Hall of Famer out yeah, there. Yeah, I think so. him and Christian Kirk have looked really good. The Cardinals have been putting up points. They have they no been trouble scoring. Yeah, yeah they, they make a competitive. competitive. Yeah. Um, this will be a bit of a reunion for Kyle Allen and yeah. Kyler Murray. Um, they were both for oh, Texas yeah. A&M in That's 2015. Yep. And they both transferred to other colleges yep. within a few months of each other. Allen went to Houston and Murray went to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Uh, Murray went on to become the Heisman Trophy winner and the first pick of last year's draft. Allen went undrafted. After he was replaced as Houston starter in 2017, and then he for, he forgone his senior season to enter the draft himself. Um, That's someone was two pulling good all the QBs. Yeah, North Turner had an interesting quote here about Kyle Allen. He said, "The best thing I can tell you to do is to look at our game, la- our last game last year, which was against the Saints that they won." Uh, he said, that's the way I would expect him to play. He played at a high level. He, he was 16 for 27, 228, two touchdowns, no interceptions. There it is. Speaking um, of North Turner, the though, yeah. the yeah. play calling has been terrible the last I wanna, two weeks. I, I, wanna I really want to be I honest. I want to get to that because me terrible. and Robert were talking about this last night, and I was saying I'm, when they were 6-2 and two last year, one of the things I was excited about was that the Panthers were doing a lot of misdirection plays. Yeah, the motion. The jet sweeps, yeah. the double reverses yeah. and stuff. They were, they were trying to get the ball in the hands <laughs> yeah. of their speed guys like Curtis Samuel and Christian McCaffrey and DJ Moore. I haven't seen any of that this year. Like, they no. haven't done any of that. Now, maybe it's because of Cam and his foot, because that's a big element of that game. But if Cam's got a hurt foot and you're trotting him out there, you can't expect him just to be a pocket passer all of a sudden when he's never been that his entire exactly. career, college or pro. He's a dual threat, he's and dual that's threat. what we love about him. And I, I wonder, I know Cam, he, he answered it politically correct when people were asking him last week, uh, did you want the ball in your hands in that play? And he's like, of course. You know, why wouldn't I want the ball in my play? But I got I to gotta run the play that's called. Um, I think he knew. I think that's why he didn't get so much of a big answer from him. I think he knew his foot was something was off. So he right. didn't mind being motioned off to the right and yep. kind of being out of the play. Uh, I've heard people say it's supposed, to, it's supposed to be a Philly special and all this other stuff. But why not they give just, it to the fullback right there? Just run McCaffrey straight up yeah, the gut. Or, yeah, I they, mean, just use that line. Lean on people, man. Just go. It's half a yard. Just or go he could have jumped. We've seen Christian McCaffrey hop over piles yeah, as well. But they tried to try to be cute and try to outrun it, and it cost him a game against Tampa. They'll see Tampa again in London in a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. actually. It's a 930 kickoff for us here, so... That'll be a fun Sunday morning. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's uh, let's go around the NFL real quick. Uh, how do the injuries to Big Ben Roethlisberger, who's out for the season with the uh, elbow injury, and Drew Brees, who had a funky play against uh, L.A. last week and uh, injured his thumb, had surgery. He's going to be out for at least six weeks. How does that affect the rest of the season? Because we've seen a lot of quarterbacks go down in the first uh, the first it, two it weeks. Af- it affects the NFL. I mean, are you kidding me? And Andrew Luck, and now Cam Newton out. I mean, all yeah. these star, it's pro weird. bowl quarterbacks are out. It's it's it, devastating, yeah. actually. Yeah. Well, I don't know how it affects you know um, everybody else. You know, I know, but as far as Ben Roethlisberger getting hurt, it affects. My hot take of last week when I said Lamar Jackson was going to be number one quarterback in the NFC North. That's a better I know shot that. now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say now. I trust Mason Rudolph more than Teddy Bridgewater and Taysom Hill. That's a good Saints. point. So yeah, I, I think people are walking around here saying, "Oh, the Saints will be fine. They can hold on uh, through the six weeks." Like, have you, you not nuts? been paying attention to what this is with the Saints the past three years? Like, they go how Drew Brees goes. If he's That's not out right. there on yep. the field. They're just an average team. And you can say what you want. They're missing their running back. 
Oh, Mark, oh, Mark Ingram. Ingram. Yeah, he's having a, and he's having a great him. year. Yeah, him and Lamar Jackson together in Baltimore. Yep. That's that's been great. It's making that hundred million dollar contract look that much yep. worse. Try to tell all my Saints man. friends. They're like, "Oh, we're gonna do it big." I'm like, uh, "Name one team that's got a, a, a wide receiver that's in the top ten of being highest yeah, paid. Sorry. That's in the playoffs. He's not Calvin yeah. Johnson. No, he's not. not. Calvin Did Johnson. You, you see the thing Calvin Johnson posted? I think it was yesterday. I was smoking the grass. Yeah, he, yeah. Sm- he smoked every every uh, after every football game. Uh-huh. Would you not if you played for the Lions though? At that well, he said, <laughs> he said it was to avoid opioids, which a lot of these guys do. He held up pictures of his fingers, like his hands. His hands, like his fingers are all going all yeah. different directions yeah. and what, stuff. Nine concussions him? reported? Yeah. Nine? So, man, it's, yeah, well, that it's was crazy. during the time you could headhunt. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, there weren't guy. these rules out there where you couldn't hit him above the shoulders mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Or defenseless receiver. He w- he didn't play in that era. He was like the biggest receiver in the league at the time, I believe. 6'5", 230. Who, uh, who has looked better, Dallas or New England? Or is it a team like Kansas City? I just threw that in there for Aaron's sake, but – Kansas City has it, they're not on Dallas. And wait a minute, what is, what, right wait a minute, they're hold really on, not. hold not. on, because I read close. this and I even thought that like, why <laughs> have it wor- worded like who's look better, Dallas, New England, or a team like Kansas City? <laughs> <laughs> what is a team like Kansas City? What Dal- is this? Dallas and New England have looked clearly better than everyone so far, including Kansas City. Well, and yeah, I, I've come aboard the Pat Mahomes boat this week. Oh, like, he's the truth. He had a couple of passes last week against the Raiders where I just threw my hands up. But they disgust. can't stop nobody. Like, they gonna, I know. They're going to have to score 50 a game. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. they're giving up 45. The, uh, Chiefs defense they ain't gave is up no 45. <laughs> they give up 10 to the Raiders. The defense is completely overhauled. Don't let me educate y'all. No. Let me tell y'all something. Wait a minute. Who did they play last week? Big 12 They played the Raiders. I'm tired of this. Last week? Yeah, they yeah. whipped the Raiders. And they who whipped. they beat the first week? Jags. The Jags. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, man. Who right, just, no, who no, everybody just gave them credit for looking good against Tennessee I Thursday didn't. night. They all played their second-string quarterback. Yeah, I'm, uh, nah. Man. Everybody's loving Gardner Minshew. <laughs> okay. Everybody's loving him. But, you know, for this question, yeah. Dallas played Who's the Giants. Better? And who else? Yeah, the Redskins. we hadn't played anybody. And the Reds, well, you know, the Redskins, I thought, were, were Josh Norman give them a gave that game, game to Josh Norman gave that game to Dallas. Like, he got burnt, like, three separate yeah, times. I mean, yeah, like, but that was just Cobb rolling a little bit. And on the Galloway kid, Galladay, too, left. It him. looked like Josh Norman was playing a different defense than the other ten guys. Like, he was doing mm-hmm. something all by himself, and everybody else was doing something mm-hmm. different. And Dallas kept picking on him, like, yeah, all game. It was weird. It was, yeah, it was he weird. He was getting burnt. And, and New England played Miami. <laughs> and uh, who did they play the first game? Uh, uh, who did New England play their first week? And oh, Pittsburgh. Did, did, oh, okay, yeah, thirty to three, Pittsburgh. and then with, forty-three with to three. So they outscored to what seventy-three to trash and six. trash. So trash everybody's played trash, trash games. So I'm gonna say Pittsburgh is trash. Oh, well, Pittsburgh's trash. Miami yep. is trash. So I'm gonna say Dallas. So who's looked better? Dallas is playing the best right now. Yes. I think so. I think, so, I, think so. I think I think New England's playing the best right now. I really do. They uh, but, New England's got the number one ranked defense. Anybody. None Seriously. of these teams have. I mean, they really Dallas good, has played though. a little something more. Who Dallas? Yeah, well, the, Giants. I think so. the Giants are terrible. Okay. The, they're I better than the that. Dolphins, Giants though. in Washington. Redskins New England has either. played Pittsburgh, who's they're down this year. I mean, there's no doubt about it. I mean, and they Mi- almost beat Miami. Seattle, Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's yeah. after Ben went out. Yeah, after Mason Ben Rudolph. got hurt, you know they lost their number one quarterback and still almost beat Seattle. Yeah, Mason Rudolph's not a slouch, fellas. And I got Seattle it's winning the NFC West, so that's a good point. Um, All right, I'm going to say Kansas City's playing the best then. Oh, why'd you get me started? <laughs> I, I can't say Kansas City's playing Aaron. the best. I can't. No. You just a hater, Diz. <laughs> look, those are three. Look, look at this. New England has scored 76 points that's in incredible. two games. They have allowed three. 
Yeah. That's nice. That's it, incredible. Pittsburgh That's, has babies at wide receiver, whereas New England has grown men in the secondary. Kansas City has scored 68 points their first two games. They've allowed 36. Told you they don't play in like, I mean, men lie, women lie, numbers don't lie. Like, that's fine. That's, that's just that's fine. I can't. Cause y'all gonna find out. <laughs> Big Twelve defense. That's re- that's insane. Now, I'll have to Aaron, admit. I'm on your I do, side, I do like the Kansas City Chiefs. I will have to admit. Oh, yeah, that. I do like. That's I would. A, I would say they, they yeah. have a chance of winning the Super Bowl. I would say yeah. New England's first because Absolutely. they've got their defense running, and that was the thing the past two years where yeah, it was a little yeah. suspect. Now their defense is. Legit. I mean, even Six last points, year, like the last ten weeks of the season, they were like number one in the league. Now I'd put Dallas and Kansas City tied for second because Dallas is. Scored sixty six points. They've allowed thirty eight. So they're they're right there, same in terms of net points. But set, I mean, you ain't gonna sit here and tell me New England scored seventy six points in two games and has only allowed three. No, <laughs> their I, first I'm two wrong. games. First of all, if you played the Dolphins, I'm not really. I mean, they're can't. barely pros, at and this that's point. what I'm saying. But that's all Pittsburgh three, too. All three no. teams have not played anyone. Right? Yeah, no, so. they haven't really played. Now a lot of that's because of these teams being coming out the gate the way they are. But and we're not even talking about. Buffalo is two and zero two in the AFC East. And they've got a the top five defense that's going to give New Buffalo England looks fight. good. They got yeah. a top five defense. The Ravens are two and zero. They've scored eighty two points. They've only allowed twenty seven. And the Ravens get they to find out tomorrow. The Ravens play the Chiefs tomorrow. They get to find out. The who, yes. hey, who do you, who do you have? I've got. That's a shootout. That where are they playing at? This is Kansas City's home opener. Okay. Okay. Ooh. Okay. I've got Kansas City winning now. I'm taking yeah. Baltimore. I'm going to take mm. Lamar Jackson, Mark Ingram. I mean, they can't What's, stop the run. They can't I don't know. What's the line on that? Uh, that's Kansas City I don't winning know, now, actually. Because that, um, that's getting, what a great game. Yeah, that's I'm a, I think is that I'm going to rock Baltimore. Game? One o'clock That's slate. a one o'clock game. Nice. Ooh, that might be my one o'clock then since Absolutely. the Panthers are playing at four. Uh, the line for it? I'm trying to find it. The NFL's not going to give me Over so, under is 52 and a half. So, Diz, if you, Kansas City is getting – um, Given. Five and a half points. Five and a half. That's see, that's gonna be a nice. That's gonna be tight. Nice yeah, that's at I home. I think the Ravens too. got Lamar's it. playing some football. He is, and their defense is better. Um, I hear y'all talking about Lamar Jackson, but are y'all not seeing what this man Patrick Mahomes? No, is we doing already know. We saw it all last year. No, don't get me wrong. No, What do you want us to say about him? This man is doing things you have never seen on a football field before. He's throwing the little passes and missing wide. You've never seen it. You know what he's not doing? Playing defense. And no quarterback does. Wait, he's doing all this stuff and stuff I've never seen before. Aaron, to play two ways. Aaron, Aaron, I just picked Kansas City. What are you talking about? I know. I'm listening to these other. Other players are here talking about Baltimore. Oh, look at Lamar Jackson. Oh, we're just giving him credit. But Mahomes is I like Lamar Jackson. I like Lamar Jackson over Baker Mayfield coming out of the draft. And I got crap for it. You know what I mean? But we got to understand what we're looking at in Patrick Mahomes. And this is not even just this is not even the Chiefs fan in me talking. I'm just saying, like, no, seriously. Seriously. We were just giving Lamar a little credit. I like Lamar Jackson. I really do. But I really think what we're looking at in Patrick Mahomes is like really that type of player that makes everybody else look average. Like that's how good he is. Let's tick him off. Oh, he's a system quarterback. Yeah, that's fine. I think um I think they're I think the guys are more or less on Kansas City's defense. I don't think they have an issue with that. That's fair, but also the defense is unproven because it's a new defense. Well New England's defense is proven and they're set they've allowed three points in two games. And New England's got an incredible defense. (laughs) I just said it when they beat Pittsburgh, they've got grown men in the secondary. That's the separator. Tom Brady or Pat Mahomes, who are you taking right now? Tom Brady, Pat Mahomes. Right now, I'm taking Pat. 
Not you. I'm not asking you because I know who you take. You three. In a game? Right now. Tom Brady and his offense. I'm taking Brady. Pat Mahomes and Because his Pat who Mahomes hasn't shown me he could beat Brady yet. Exactly. So I'm taking and Brady. And who's got the better defense? Tom Brady. Brady or Pat Mahomes? He's probably got the better run game too. There, boom. So like this this is nonsense right now. Week three of the season when I'm staring at New England. No, New England they, is the best team. They've scored 76 points in yeah. two games. Yeah, and they They're, shut down <laughs> a high-profile offense in the Super Bowl. Yes, the Rams, the down. number one the offense Rams. in the whole Locked league. They couldn't do anything, and they continued it through. Like I don't who is who's New England playing this week? Scoring, their defense Jets. is scoring points. The Jets. Yeah, they got the Jets. Who, just, who are on their third string one. quarterback yep. yeah. and can't got another do anything one. right? They're going to score a billion. Uh, <laughs> they're going to score a billion and, points. I mean, on the, Jets. the Pats' defense is scoring points. They had two interceptions last week. No, I had their fantasy defense. Either team in fantasy football for defense, and they had seventy-five points by themselves. We don't even, so, we don't who you guys have takes. winning Baltimore and this Kansas City game tomorrow? I'm taking it's, Kansas. It's City. home, I'm so I'm going to take Kansas City at home. I'll yeah. take Baltimore because Arrowhead gets loud. What do you think at thirty-five, twenty-eight, or something like that? Something like that. Yeah, it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think we're not even going to do hot takes. We don't have enough time. Time to do oh. it. We kind of ran through. Um, well, talk no, about my Nats clinching that wild card spot. I don't care about that. Let's take care about them cheese. Let's do this. Let's take a break. Let's get into our next topic. If we got room at the bottom of that, we'll do that. Coming up, we're going to tackle our own Twitter poll question: Which player in his prime would you start an NBA team with? We'll chop that up and more next on the rundown. Shut up! Shut up! Sit down. Are you Stand by. You're listening to The Rundown with Desmond Johnson. Who are the franchise players? Myself, Rod, Johnny O, bring you fresh takes on sports topics you sit around and discuss with your friends. This week, well, actually, in there currently, why, why isn't Magic Johnson considered the second best basketball player of all time? Uh, there's a number of ones that are up right now that you can download and stream. Spotify, Google, Apple, Stitcher, and more, as well as SportsCollinMonthly.com. I have to apologize to the triad because apparently during our last break, all the microphones were left on by Aaron because he was so incensed that we weren't, I guess, making Pat Mahomes president or something. I don't know. Disrespect. We were being apparently disrespectful to Patrick Mahomes, and it caused him to, to, to fly out of the studio in a rage oh, to yell at us, which I think the entire triad just heard. But Makes for great radio. Live radio. That, that's my quarterback. Yeah, that's my teammate. 336 1600 is the number to call. Who would you start an NBA team with today with these players in their prime? You can go vote now on our Twitter poll at uh, sportshubtriad.com. Uh, the players in question, Steph Curry, LeBron James, Michael Jordan, or Shaquille O'Neal. Um, so, so basically we're asking, you can take this player – out of history and what would be their prime seasons. So, like, for Steph, I would say it would be uh, the two years he won uh, mm-hmm. league MVP. One time was unanimous. He's the only player ever to do that. LeBron, his peak is probably, I don't know, end of Miami Heat, back to Cleveland, like, in that stretch somewhere Dude, that there. That championship he brought to Cleveland, I think that might have been his best season overall. Uh, to Cleveland? Yeah. So, 2015 LeBron, yeah. somewhere in there. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, I prime i guess you could say the 90s <laughs> like yep. i mean from 90 well really from 90 really when he came back when he like came what, back 92? from playing baseball he won three but it was a different jordan it was like he was at the peak of his powers so really the 96 to 98 jordan's really probably peak jordan and then shack peak shack is probably 2000 shack like the lakers 
Shaq first year yeah. of him there. Although, if you want to go back earlier than that, I wouldn't be mad if you wanted to take Orlando Magic Shaq oh, either because yeah. he was a Pins? beast. Was yeah. So, we'll just go around the table first. Um, let's start with you, John. Uh, who would you start an NBA team with today? With with one, Which player out of this group of four would you start your NBA team with? Absolutely love all four of them. There's no doubt about it. But I, if to, to start a team, I got to go Bron Bron. LeBron James because he could – Play any position, you know what I mean. I, 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 you know, it'd be great to have Shaquille, or of course Michael is just in a whole another atmosphere. Or, or I mean, just unbelievable. Steph, great shooter, but LeBron can do it all. I would, I would build around LeBron James. I'm gonna pull their stats as you guys are talking us to try to figure out what their best seasons were. Can't go wrong with uh, with LeBron for sure. Um, I don't think anybody here is gonna be like, LeBron James. Why are you gonna? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. should start with him. Yeah. Um, it looks like. His best statistical season, he scored, He averaged the most points in 07-08 where he basically carried a, a corpse of a, a Cleveland Cavaliers team. None of those guys are in the NBA anymore. Yeah. I'm no, just going to say no that. No Booby Gibson, what? no Z. Link, Larry uh, Hughes. Delonte West, all those guys. Delonte West is homeless Yeah, now. he's homeless right now from my understanding. So Andy Verjao's back in Brazil doing whatever he does. I'd probably say his actually his 2013-14 season with the Heat, the last one, he was averaging 27 points a game, six assists, uh, seven rebounds, um, almost two steals per game, a block a game. So I mean, yeah, can't really go wrong with uh, with LeBron for sure. Do it all, uh, Rod. Yeah, well, number one, the, I think the guy I would have picked is actually not on this particular list, but that's okay. Wait a minute, but I would, <laughs> who, who would that have been? Magic. That would have been Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh, oh, okay. You can't stop his shot. Right. And when you can't stop a shot, guess what? You're going to keep scoring. So Kareem in oh, his prime would have been like. I love you talk about Kareem like that. Cause he, I love that, man. I what, love, what would Kareem's prime? Milwaukee Bucks, I guess? Or with before, him in the big O? Yeah. 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 I think when he prime? went over to, I'd Bucks. say when he got over to. Early Lakers? Like like early Lakers, yeah. yeah. I mean, because um, he's won multiple championships, yeah, you know, with yeah. both teams. Yeah, yeah, he won one with the Bucks. But, too. I mean, yeah. with this list right here, I would have to go with uh, Michael Jordan maybe in 1993 when he was averaging about 41 points a game um, during that time frame. And then he was Air Jordan. I mean, he was jumping over people like uh, – what's the tall guy from the Knicks? I can't remember. I see him. Patrick Ewing. Um, Patrick Ewing. Oh, yeah. You remember he jumped over Patrick Ewing? <laughs> you know what I mean? This guy, not only would he – and during that time frame, not only could he still go to the basket and score, but then he started perfecting his jump shot and his three-pointer. So, then, I mean, do you guys remember with that time? And I think Michael may have been either a rookie or after his rookie season when he made Larry Bird look like he had no idea which way Jordan oh, was that was to go. The, uh, do y'all remember that? That was the playoff game in uh, yeah. Boston Garden where he kind of crossed points. him up a couple yeah, times. Yeah, it was crazy, Yeah, he man. went off for 60-some points. The Bulls lost that game. Actually. Yeah, they lost. Yeah. But, um, yeah. But, I mean, Michael Jordan, i just seen him do things that I don't think I'll ever see anybody else do. I mean, he's the one who started the whole free throw line jump, you know, from the free throw line on the dunk contest. I mean, him and Dominique Wilkins used to go at it and dunk. I, I mean, golly, it was just – no, there's no doubt about I mean, it. But Michael I mean, Jordan. But would you start a team? Would you start with a team with that? Yeah, I'd start a team yeah. with Michael Jordan. I, I mean, mean, like I said, there's no wrong answer. Yeah, I mean, there's Michael. No wrong, yeah, oh, I mean, Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan oh he's he's <laughs> gonna he's gonna. I think he's gonna make the players around him better somehow because they said his work ethic was just outrageous, and you can't have a work ethic and then your teammates not be willing to participate or get involved in it unless your name is. Uh, Dwight Howard. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, Brandon? <laughs> All right, no pick? further 
I'm going with the greatest player of all time to ever touch a basketball. Don't you do it. And Don't that you young it. man reigning out of Akron, Ohio, LeBron King James. Oh. The best ever to do it. Can play all five positions like my man John said. <laughs> Can play the point. Makes God, You want to talk about somebody that makes guys around them around better? It. Absolutely. You want to make talk about somebody that makes guys around them better? LeBron James has made every player that he's played with better. Brandon, You're a loser. Brandon, loser. LeBron loser. is Michael and Magic together. Put together. He can play the one. He can guard the big man. If you need him to play a four, he can. He can bang down low in the post. He plays defense, can guard all five positions. All right. He's an ambassador Brandon, off right. the court. Brandon, right. that but Brandon you got to remember something. When Jordan was averaging 41 points a game, I think you were six months. <laughs> It doesn't matter. We have so this you, thing you called YouTube Jordan now. Blake. We have we have this thing called YouTube now, where you know I know y'all didn't have the internet back then. You had to talk on the phone, and you know what I'm saying. But you got YouTube now, where I can go back and look at Oscar Robinson. I can go back and look at Kareem. I can go back and look at Jordan. And Jordan wasn't averaging no triple double in the NBA Finals like LeBron did. Yeah, they lost to the Warriors, to. but he didn't have to. LeBron had to. Now, the, I I don't have a problem with you picking LeBron to start a team with. I mean, obviously. I have a problem with you calling him the greatest of all he's time. He's the greatest yeah. to touch no. a basketball. He's not. Nah, he's the he's best not. I had an argument, had an argument with a couple people online about this this week about how uh, LeBron is better than Jordan. He's not. He's he wasn't. Not. And I'm a LeBron fan. I'm he like is. one of the biggest LeBron fans in the room. I yeah. love LeBron James. But the one thing he cannot do that Mike could do all the time is take over a game. LeBron yes. can do that. Yeah. He just doesn't but do it thing, by choice. The thing that's different with him is if if that's the case, we got to compare Kobe on this list to Jordan. Absolutely. Sure. My thing is, though, Kobe could be triple teamed. It doesn't matter. He's taking the last shot. So LeBron, Jordan. But LeBron will make the right basketball play. But that might also mean he loses the game. He could, right. but he's hey, still going to yeah. make the smart not play, though. But listen, the game, Jordan, trust his teammates. Jordan would take the last shot. Jordan would also make the right call on the last play, but when he made the last call, his teammates like Steve Kerr, John Paxson knew they better hit that shot too, buddy, because that's what he commanded – what do you mean that's that rare? That was rare because Jordan's taking that last shot. You're not getting the ball out of his I hands. I want him to take that last yeah. shot because he's but, the greatest player of all time. that's not the best shot that's, <laughs> that's open. It's a team game. It's oh, five it didn't players. matter if he was open or yeah. not. That's he fair. was hitting. And that's my problem. What, that he was going to take the last shot? Yeah, because it's not a good contest. You, your goal is every possession to get the highest percentage shot, not the, the high, highest contest. The highest, the highest percentage shot. If I'm the coach of the Bulls, is to put it in the best player's hands. Exactly. I have to shoot it at the end. That would be Michael Jordan. I, like, yeah. I can't. There's no way for me to sit. I, I could not pick Michael Jordan. I, I couldn't pick LeBron James over Michael Jordan in anything. Michael was a better scorer. He was a, a better defender. No, he, uh, he was so. a better. Yes, he, he was. He, yeah, he, he's, so. he, was, he was like a two-time. You got to watch a little more YouTube. He's got to be. But he's a. I think LeBron's a more versatile defender. He, and he's averaging more points, more rebounds, and a higher field goal percentage. LeBron disappears sometimes, though. Like there, there's times where he we does. can point to. LeBron disappeared in this big time situation. I can't think of a single time Michael Jordan disappeared Never. in a big situation. Even when Michael Jordan was okay. sick. And then I'll add this flavor to you too in this angle, Brandon. Michael Jordan played at a time frame where a flagrant foul was a regular common foul. He had to you get come through that lane. To, to even if you come through that lane, you catch an elbow okay. to the nose, plus, and it was no plus, big wait, deal. But basketball players are more talented now. LeBron's yeah, going against better teams right now. No, he's not. Yes, that's, he that's is. The that LeBron Warriors never, team with Kevin that, Durant. That's the only. Well, Mike was the Warriors team. No, that he, he the couldn't Bulls beat a seventy-win be team the because the Bulls team 
was the 70 yes, win sir. team. That 98 Bulls team would not have beat the Golden oh, State Oh, yes, Warriors. they would have. I don't believe that. Who's going to guard Kevin Durant? Wait, did that 98 oh, Bulls team have Dennis oh, Rodman? Pippen's going to guard him. Thank you. Yeah. Scottie Pippen. Dennis Rodman would lock Grant him Hill. down. No, he would Come on, no, man. Get this dude out. <laughs> no, Kevin Dur- Dennis Rodman's going to lock up Kevin Durant. No, Dennis Durant Rodman would have been on Draymond Green. Argument, Dennis Rodman would have been on Draymond Green. Dennis, Dennis Rodman didn't three. need to be on Draymond Green. Scottie yeah. Pippen couldn't even guard Grant Hill. What is he going to do out there? Yes, he could. No, Grant Hill was oh, giving Oh, my him goodness. Work. Grant, look at Brandon, stats, you were seven so. months when Grant Hill Grant was Hill playing. was giving them boys work because every small forward in the league when Jordan and them played was going straight down and back. Now, small forwards are primary ball handlers, and they can go Side to side. It's a new age game now. We're jumping on Brandon's bandwagon a little bit here. Okay. Just as overall talents, LeBron James, I mean, every, every aspect of the game, you know, rebounding, passing. But mm-hmm. LeBron, much better passer than Michael Jordan, obviously. I'll go with that. Rebounder. Uh, you know, what, what, what other, I mean, he well, wasn't a better scorer. I wouldn't necessarily say rebounder, Johnny. I would definitely can, say rebounder because no, he Johnny, averages more. Oh. I'm talking about in his prime. Dead said in his prime. At one point, there was nobody else on the Bulls team but Jordan. Jordan was yanking rebounds. No. He was scoring. Uh, he was stealing. Now, he wasn't passing. Yeah. LeBron you know could what I mean? Six, could. And it, and but, it wasn't. That, LeBron could average starts. 50 if he wanted to. But If he wanted to. Mm-hmm. But that's where his argument yep. is correct because – he should have wanted to win more That's games. That's why he's right. the ball. But LeBron right. took the so worst team in the NBA forth. to the finals ever. But the ever Bulls was the worst team no. in the NBA, dude. The but he Cavs? Got, he got, Are you serious? He took them to the finals, but they got swept. By, <laughs> by one of the greatest Spurs teams ever. Jordan never Bro, they got, got swept. Decimated Jordan never in those played finals. with Danielle Marshall. No, but, jo- but, no, but Jordan <laughs> Jordan had to go through teams that LeBron's Eastern Conference Before was way, 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 no way weaker than the Eastern Conference that Jordan had to go through. I don't think through. so. He had to deal with the Knicks that had Patrick yep. Ewing and John Starks yep. and those. Greg, the Indiana Pacers with Reggie, Reggie Miller. Miller. No Reggie never had no a Pippen, though. He never had a Pippen. Who? What was the Bulls That's doing not... before Pippen got there? What was Jordan and the Bulls doing before Pippen got there? It was only like a year or two before Pippen. What were up. they doing? Getting beat by the old Celtics. Well, he meant okay. So he played rookie year. He played all eighty-two games. They didn't make the playoffs. Jordan broke his foot year two, so he only played eighteen games. Year three, eighty-six, eighty-seven. He played all eighty-two. That was the year Pippen and Horace Grant showed up, and then it was more of a matter of. Getting past the see again, they had the 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 they had the, the Pistons. Pistons. They had to get past. The Pistons get, were getting old. The, the Bird Celtics were still around. Old. They had to get past them. They weren't old in nineteen eighty eight, nineteen eighty nine. He caught Bird at the end of his career. Let's no, be honest. He came in in eighty four, eighty five. The greatest Celtic team of all time is the eighty six yeah. Celtics. Okay, but they didn't do anything against the Celtics that in that period. They couldn't because they were better. But the Celtics <laughs> were better. Scottie Pippen but wasn't there to save him. No, Scottie Pippen didn't save a soul. He saved Michael Jordan from uh, winning. Scottie was a Big Without Scottie Pippen, Jordan does not have those him. rings. That's fine. He helped out. But I'm saying, that's the same thing with um, LeBron. LeBron. Without Kyrie, he didn't Without have his Without Kyrie, ring. he didn't have that ring. Ray Allen. Uh, no. You remember when Kyrie went down he, with the he, knee? He was like, oh, they got finished off. Kevin Love went down, and LeBron still averaged a triple-double with that I just realized y'all hijacked my segment because I didn't even give my pick for who I was. I'm sitting here. This dude, Brandon, in here talking crazy. Hey, man, Brandon been smoking something, Brandon. Y'all got to be real. Brandon. I'm going to give you this hey. cup. Brandon, you go to the bathroom. We're about to real. test you. All right, all right, all right. Let me get my pick. After all of that, I'm not even picking Michael Jordan to start my team with. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, uh, I'm actually picking Shaquille O'Neal because he is on this list. 
I don't care if it's and I love y'all know how much I love Steph Curry. And y'all know how much I love LeBron and Michael Jordan. But out of the four names that are on this list, there is not a single one of them that was as dominant Oof. as Shaquille O'Neal was in his prime. You could not guard him. You could not defend him. If he was within five feet of the bucket, it was going to get dunked and you were going to be a poster. And he was going to average 30-some points a game. Just them feeding the big guy. I miss the days where centers were the, the focal point of a, a NBA offense. You you throw it into them. They, they needed don't to touch kick it. it out. They, needed they got to touch, touch it. it, and they don't yeah. play that way no more. No. Partly because they, of another name on this list, Steph Curry. The He's changed faster. the game. The game's changed. a lot it's, faster It's outside now. in yeah. now in terms of like ch- shooting all these threes. And Shaq, you know, never had to worry about yeah. any of that. And I like Shaq. The, the only thing I didn't like about Shaq is if you send him to the free throw line, you, you yeah. know, that was the only thing I didn't like. He claims he would hit him. He hit him when they counted. He claims he would hit him when they counted. He kind of sold us on that, too. Yeah, I don't think that was accurate. I don't think that was true, Shaq. He kept saying it, but I don't think that was true. Now, the one thing that we're talking about in his prime because my man traveled the league, especially at the end. I mean, he played for – my God, he played for uh, he to the Miami. Cavs. Then he went to the Suns. Then he went to the Boston, uh, Cleveland. Cleveland. He went to Cleveland. He Cavs, and he finished yeah. in Boston. That uh, so that kind of hurt him there. He didn't the even end. play hardly in Cleveland. No, no he, didn't. he played. Uh, well, he played. He averaged double digit points. He Cleveland played fifty three games. He just didn't play. He didn't start or anything like that. Um, yeah, and he was averaging even then. Well, he was averaging. Seven, no, 12. He was having 12 points yeah, a game so by the time he got to Cleveland. So. But for his career, I mean, 23 points a game, 10 rebounds Tremendous. a game, two assists, uh, shot 58% from the field. And uh, he, he wasn't the greatest player. Three point but like you said, he was the most <laughs> dominating That's player. what I want. Because the whole point of this was what would you pick to start a team with? Not who's your favorite player, who's the best player. Who, who would you pick to start a team with? And for me, I'm old school, baby. Like, I want that dominant center that now I can go build around and put guards that can shoot threes and guys that can rebound and all this stuff around him. But he would be my focal point. It was Shaq Diesel, man. That's the would big it work in 2019, though? I think it would. I think, honestly, I'm surprised some teams haven't started going back to this. Uh, Toronto just won the, the world championship playing like this where they've got uh, Marcus Gasol in the paint. They did, but you still have to realize that the best position in the NBA right now is small forward, and that's the same position that's dominating. The best players in the league right now are all small forwards, really. Yeah. The yeah. top three. I mean, and Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Paul George. Paul George. It's 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 gone that route, but to to the defense of the Shaq pick, there who's the best center in the NBA right now? That's a great question. You know, like who's the best center? To be honest with you, I mean you don't have to have an elite center to win championships. No. Mark Gasol's not elite. Jordan and Pippen did that. Jordan yeah. Pippen started that trend. They didn't have they had Luke Longley at center. They had Bill Cartwright at center. They didn't, that was the yeah. first team Tony, really. They had that Tony Kuko that Charles played center. He was coming off the bench. So I mean and he was Shaq's, a stretch four, really. <laughs> was, I guess either Shaq's Lakers or San Antonio, Duncan, and Robinson oh, were the last teams tremendous. really that had like a, a center. Well, I, Andrew Bynum, Remember? I think, too, with the Lakers. Yeah, he was there. yeah you can get. He I mean, he had Gasol down there with him. Yeah. Uh, this is a while ago, but how about the Elijah Wan Sampson dynamic duel? They should have Between won towers. some titles uh, yeah, with that. But uh, yeah, so I'm picking Shaq. Um, I'm I've been behind my breaks all morning. So let's. Let's take a break, come back, odds and ends, rapid fire round. I'm scared to death because Aaron didn't have Sawyer here today, and I don't know what questions he's going to throw at us for It'll be for about this. the Chiefs, probably. Uh, one minute. <laughs> well, as long as it's not question like, why not Patrick Mahomes for five straight times, yeah. then we should be Is good he to the go. the best <laughs> man cover athlete ever. <laughs> <laughs> Pop your hands and stomp your feet. Yeah! 
going to be one big party. Yeah, Back to the rundown with Desmond Johnson. Download full episodes of The Rundown at sportshubtribe.com, Spotify, Google, Apple, SoundCloud, and more. Search for The Rundown with Desmond Johnson. Download it and go. This episode will be up here shortly. I want to thank everybody on the panel today. Johnny O, Brandon Blakeney, Rod Funderburk, uh, Aaron filling in for Sawyer on the board this morning. Sawyer will be back next week. Let's go ahead and get into our uh, odds and ends. This is how we end every uh, Saturday morning here on the rundown. Five topics. Aaron's going to pick these and give them to us. We got a minute to uh, to give our answers. Let's go ahead and pull up our uh, our uh, music here and let's go ahead and get going. All right, we're getting into odds and ends here. First off, will the new NBA uh, tampering rules curve tampering at all? If you hadn't heard, the NBA has introduced a ten million dollar fine, suspensions for executives. Loss with draft picks, also possibility of voided contracts if NBA teams don't adhere to the new tampering rules. Uh, probably not. <laughs> I mean, Magic I mean. Johnson was the one picking up all the, the the flack, and he's not really part of any franchise. So. Yeah, but ten million dollars, it, it will you know at least bring it down a little bit. But th- there's still going to be tampering going. It sounds on. like they're trying to prohibit player to player tampering. Like uh, free agents. basically LeBron going and saying, hey, Dwayne, you want to get up together and play on a team together? Let's go pick up uh, Bosh and just make this happen. But it's like, like these guys work out together that? during yeah, the summer. Stop so how are you going to stop them talking? talking? It's just conversation. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a, and it'll stop intentional tampering. But, you know, yeah. sometimes you make a mistake and say things. Yeah. All right. Moving right along, Patrick Mahomes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Should Reggie Bush be allowed back at USC? Absolutely. You didn't make his Heisman. Yeah, I was about to say, not only should he be invited back, he's supposed to. Well, he was just there last night last for the night. Utah game on business. They had to clear it to make sure that he could even be there because of the rules that he can't be associated with the school. I think it's it's stupid. Um, give that man his Heisman Trophy back because if you watch that season, Reggie Bush was the best player in the country. Hands down. down. So excited. Give it to him. People have been doing work. I mean, I don't understand why he even got uh, in trouble for this because didn't this happen with Marvin Bagley Jr. and his parents? They Nike gave them a house or something yep. like that. And yep. he didn't, a lot. Duke didn't get any trouble for that. He didn't even sign that. with him. He went to Puma. Right. So, like, this is the same thing that happened to Reggie Bush, right? An agent mm-hmm. was paying for a house. Yep, car it's, and all that. What's the difference? You so, let Lane Kiffin back. Why not Reggie Very valid point. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Over under 50% chance Antonio Brown plays in the XFL. No. XFL. Oh my gosh. Great that. question. I don't think under, so. dude. Under. under yeah. He is not playing in the XFL. Vince He'll retire man, first. Mr. Man would have to give him similar to what he was making with the yeah, Patriots he and the Rams. He'd have to get $9 million this season. I think they have set sta- uh, salary caps for the players. Probably have to and give him some stake in the league, too. Like, wow. He <laughs> might. If, if the NFL, if he doesn't get on a team this year, which is a good possibility, and an NFL team, he's crazy enough to do that. I'm gonna go I think over. he is, yeah. I think he I'm can make more away. money in Canada, though. By yeah. God, that's Antonio Brown's music. Yeah. <laughs> What is he doing here? <laughs> this is um, nuts. He comes strolling out to Stone Cold's music. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. How good does Kyle Allen have to play for you to want Cam to stay on the bench? 
to stay on the bench? Oh, you got to come out Kurt Warner's like type style, like come out and throw for 400 yards, yeah. first start, four three touchdowns. touchdowns three yeah, four, just yeah. like he'd have to wow me. I'd yeah. be like, Cam, who? Hey, he has to play like Lamar Jackson's going to play tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> he he got to pull a Did Tom a Brady twisted? like you did on your no, I mean, honestly, I'm not expecting a whole lot from Kyle Allen. Just play within yourself. Don't turn the ball over. Get it to your playmakers. Curtis Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore, and those boys. Greg Olson's going to be out there. Let the defense win this game because you're playing against a rookie quarterback and a rookie head coach. Ron yeah. Rivera should be able to scheme against yeah. his team to, to put them in a position yeah. to win. He just only thing, the game. Only thing he's got to do is play like Joe Flacco when he had Ray Lewis. That's, That's it. Right. There you Th- go. Throw for 200 yards, maybe a couple touchdowns, but no turnovers. He, he plays a Tom Brady on Jubilette, so I don't know. That, I mean, and even then, Tom Brady was just dinking and dunking. Yeah. He just basically he was a game manager the first year or two, so yeah. All right, we'll see what's up, Kyle Allen. Last up, we already mentioned that today is September 21st, Happy Earth, Wind, and Fire Day. So what is your favorite Earth, Wind, and Fire Jam? Huh. Uh, probably September, actually. Uh, that's probably my favorite. Um, there's a lot, though. I, yeah. Well, you know, you us with that at the very you, end. You needed that question <laughs> ahead of time. Hey, I can't <laughs> think of the song, Aaron, but it was a song on the movie Hitch. When Hitch was walking with the oh, girl and yeah. he had just finished drinking all the um, allergy medicine. Uh, oh, and she, uh, yeah. and she asked him, she said, who sings that song? And he goes, Earth, Wind and Fire. And she was like, you should let them sing it. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm actually changing my answer. I had to go uh, remember some titles of uh, some of their stuff. Let's Groove Tonight is probably my favorite Earth, Wind and Fire song. Serpentine Fire. Serpentine Fire. Serpentine Fire. Ain't bad, ain't bad. Or maybe Reasons. Might throw Reasons. Yeah, The Reasons. That's it. The the Reasons. (laughs) I'm going to go with Keep Your Head to the Sky. (laughs) Uh, Don't forget to check out Sports Carolina Monthly Daily for the latest news on your favorite sports teams in uh, in North Carolina. I almost said New York. Weekly podcast like The Nest, hosted by Rod Funderburk. New episodes every Thursday. Uh, franchise players, we got to figure out what we're doing. Franchise players, here we need some new episodes coming up for that. A Stone's Throw at Ryan Stone, live with Brandon Blakeney, and the rundown, in depth articles, and more. App State taking on Carolina today on the Sports Hub at 1 30. The Raiders and Vikings at 12 30 tomorrow, and the Browns and the Rams 7 30 Sunday night. Peace. <laughs>